Talk Live. It is your show, and you can take control of the airwaves toll-free at 1-800-259-9231. The SACL CAI toll-free line. It's Ian here with you. And Wayne. And Mark. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. The feature's there completely free, so enjoy those on us. Again, freetalklive.com. Uh, lots, as always, to talk about here tonight. But I wanted to uh, to jump back a few days here because on Saturday there was a, a little event that took place here in New Hampshire that I was very perturbed to not be able to, uh, to make it to. But luckily, both of you gentlemen uh, were in attendance. It was the I'm not sure if it was the third annual U.N. flag burn here in uh, the great state of New Hampshire. That's right. It's the second I was at. I was at. Uh, I was there last year. Unfortunately, a uh, unpredictable turn of events prevented my attendance this year. Uh, however, again, you guys that were both like there. That's a big old excuse. So, uh, so I just wanted to know how it was. Uh, if you maybe want to share your experience. It's always a party there at uh, Lauren and Jim's. Uh, it was a good time. Lots of people showed up. Maybe thirty people. Mm. And, wow. Uh, they had some U.N. flags. They bring their guns. Um, there were some guns. And, uh, there was a one really cool 45 that was uh, engraved. It was like a Free State Project uh, specialized 45. Very neat. Yeah. And I lo- saw that. I saw the video. Mm-hmm. And Lauren was out of jail this year, so she graced us with her presence. Mm. That's and, right. And, yeah, we had a good time. It, it went by fast. Very cool. So pr- people brought food and all that. It was sort yep. of just like a there. big shindig. F- food, kids, dogs. Cool. Yeah. Good Great. times. Russell so, and Kat were out of town, so we missed them. So you can get involved in uh, in stuff like this, and that's uh, that's one of those uh, outside the system activism I- examples. Uh, it's not necessarily something that's going to change the world necessarily, but it is symbolic, and uh, it's it gives people an excuse to get together and, and have a good time with one another and socialize, and at the same time, you know, take pictures and video and get those on the web. I know that Lauren had uh, taken some video, and her YouTube channel is called Tackle the World. Mm-hmm. It's all one word. Uh, one word, Tackle the World. Uh, so if you want to go and see the footage from the event, then you can just go there and pull yep. it up. And see it's, me burn a flag. Right. It's things like that that uh, that get people excited uh, about coming here because how many other people around the country are burning U.N. flags on a regular basis? And, and that day that we pick every year is actually Bill of Rights Day as well. Is that right? Yes. And sure, if, it wasn't just a coincidence, or is it always the certain Saturday? Because it usually is on Saturday. Yeah, but it does it does coincide every year with Bill of Rights Day, give or take a day or two. Nice. And we always try to bring that up as well. Very cool. So anyway, I just wanted to let people know that's still going on. Uh, the reason I didn't talk about it was because I wasn't there, so I wanted to wait for you guys. 800-259-9231, the SACL CAI toll-free line. And of course, there's all kinds of... Uh, political-related activism going on up here in New Hampshire with the Operation Live Free or Die folks uh, coming up in droves at this point to get active for the Ron Paul campaign all around the state. Uh, we're going to find out how effective they are here within the next couple of weeks. We're, what, maybe two weeks out? Little, little more than two weeks, two and a half weeks out uh, from now until uh, the the election? Three not, at the most? Not too far. Yeah, three at the most. Or the primary, I guess. So, of course, we'll keep you up to date. I got a uh, polling uh, uh, call today. Did you? Mm-hmm. And? It was funny. Um, they asked me whether I would be more likely to vote in the Democrat or the Republican um, primary. And I said, uh, Republican. And she said, oh, well, this is a Democrat uh, survey. Would you like to take it anyway? Sure. <laughs> so I pretended, pretended to be a Democrat. Um, she gave me a lot of choices. Uh, a couple of times, I, you know, does that said, get, is that an example of how inaccurate these polls are? It, it, that's what. I, that's the reason I'm telling the story. <laughs> okay. The reason I'm telling the story is because I said I was uh, going to vote in the Republican primary. <laughs> she uh, had a quota to meet. She needed to talk to right, people. Right. You know, she, I, I sounded hot. I don't know. She decided to stay on the phone with me. She probably has to meet a certain number of people to speak with. But that makes the data invalid, doesn't it? 
It sure it, does. It, <laughs> <laughs> well, I answered Mike Gravel, Dennis Kucinich, um, to just about everything. That's good. Yeah, they they asked me about Hillary Clinton, Barack Obama, and John Edwards, and I'm like, nah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> so, so now I, they have these skewed numbers um, right. about somebody who's not going to vote. I'm not going to vote for Mike Gravel. He's probably superior to most of the Democrats, but not great. Yeah. He's just good on the war on drugs, and that's about it. I, I think he would get us out of uh, uh, Iraq, Iraq, wouldn't he? Really? Okay. I didn't. I don't know that much about. I know him, Dennis so. Kucinich certainly would, and that's why I answered him on. Yeah, but as policy. Nick as Nick pointed out, Dennis Kucinich was, uh, you know, he's in support of uh, using the UN to go and nation build and invade say, other look, countries. So. I didn't say I was gonna vote in the. I just figured I'd throw it out there. I mean, for our uh, listeners' sake, Mark, right, for right. those that have heard about this guy and think he's anti-war, if he's Demo- not. If you're a Democrat out there and you want to stop the war, Ron vote Paul. for Ron Paul because yeah. uh, the Democrats, d- by and large, do not want to stop the war. Right. And Dennis Kucinich and those other guys aren't going to bring the troops home from South Korea and these these other places. Right. right. They say they say they're going to stop the war, but what what they want to do is they want to leave a, a force there to uh, you know, uh police the embassy and yeah. to uh, train the Iraqis. Well, hell, that was the formula for Vietnam. The other thing that really appalled me about Dennis Kucinich is I heard a clip from one of his speeches over the weekend where he talked about making the U.S. government the engine of sustainability to develop alternative energy sources yeah. and all this stuff. When What? You're going to have the government do it? That He's means, out of his mind. Oh, you're out of your mind. Yeah, you're going to have one-stop shopping for all the special interests who are going to co- uh, co-opt the whole process. Mm-hmm. Right. Why not just well, take the inventors and set them loose? Maybe have a billion-dollar reward for the best invention to get us off of oil. It'd be a better thing. Just like the uh, the ethanol idea. I mean, again, that's, that was completely politically motivated. It the doesn't top have, down. Right. It didn't have anything to do with something that was actually effective. Uh, when it had to do with, yeah, it had to do with the corn lobby or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yep. 1-800-259. It's not going to solve our gas problem. 9231. Uh, we've got an email here with several questions. But first, you know, I just have to mention this just because it's hilarious. Uh, a friend of mine emailed me this one or I am uh, me this last night. Britney Spears' sister is pregnant. She's 16 years old. Just talk about white trash. I mean, See, I, I'm this surprised is in pop you culture, have, but... You should have had dueling banjos uh, queued up for that. You know, <laughs> yeah. just that way you could play it. You know, I really should have the dueling banjos. Do I have that still? Thank you for that. I do have dueling banjos, but I'll have to put it on my sound list. Anyway, but can you believe this? I mean, wow, 16, and the funniest part is, well... I guess that explains it, Wayne. Uh, the funniest part is, not just that this girl got knocked up, but her mother had a book about parenting that was going to be published. <laughs> 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 so, it's, you know, it's bad enough that her older daughter's, you know, basically white trash, and she's had three kids with three different fathers or whatever. I don't uh, know. I, I don't think that's 23 that or 24. But now uh, with her 16-year-old daughter, and now that she's been uh, knocked up, apparently the Christian book publisher Thomas Nelson Incorporated said Wednesday that the memoir by the mother of Britney Spears was put on hold last week. It's uh, a book about parenting. She declined to comment on whether the delay was connected to the revelation that her 16-year-old daughter, Jamie Lynn, is pregnant. And, you know, uh, usually a hallmark, a hallmark of that white trash is that two names, right? The two first names. Well, what, where's Britney's then? I don't know. I don't know that you necessarily can go with that, but... Um... Well, at least she's not related to the guy. <laughs> well, we don't know. There hasn't been a paternity test yet. <laughs> okay. So she has a boyfriend, but that doesn't necessarily mean that it was the boyfriend that, you know, could have been an uncle or something. So you say yes. Who knows? <laughs> you look really nice. Oh, my. Anyway, I just figured I'd share that because it's just... It's sad. Please, kids. 
I know you're going to fool around. Don't fool around with your siblings. Well, I know you're going to fool around and you're going to experiment, but please be safe. Don't do like the stars and the, the Hollywood celebrities. You know, go and wrap it. Yeah, wrap it up and get on birth control, and then you should be okay. Makes right? life a lot more uh, difficult to, you know, be a single parent. Right, because you can't go out and get a vasectomy at age 16, and it probably wouldn't be the most responsible of decisions in the first place, because you might not know what you want for your life by that point. Take care of it yourself for a few years, guys. Yeah. Nobody will ever love you as much as your mother. one <laughs> 1-800-259-9231. All right, so... Right, you know... <laughs> Let's go into uh, the email here from Christina. She says it was. Uh, she says there's something I'd really like to ask you. I was hoping to talk on air to hear your opinions, um, but if you could spare the time or possibly talk about this on the air, well, here we go. She said she would love to hear it. Your view is pretty much no government at all, right? That's your view. That is right. While Mark is on the small government side. Now, Wayne, where where do you fall on all this? Uh, I'd have to say probably in the small government side, but I think that once you get to small government, you can transition down to where you'd like to be mm-hmm. in time once the public is ready for it. Yes, and that's what we were talking about actually last night in the last hour of the show, sort of addressing this uh, excellent essay that was posted at LeeRockwell.com, uh, targeted towards the, the voluntarists out there that, that don't want to even come close to politics, and basically imploring them and saying, look, you know, this Ron Paul campaign... It may be politics, and we know that's disgusting, but the fact is he's introducing people to liberty, and that's something that's valuable. That's something that everybody needs to have happen in order for them to even get to uh, voluntarism or anarchism or the, or the free market. So just from that aspect alone, the Ron Paul campaign is incredibly useful for our methods. More on the way. We'll continue with Christina's email. Take your calls about anything. It's Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live. It is your show. You can bring up anything toll-free at 1-800-259-9231. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com, where we have live streams. There's a broadband version of the show and a dial-up version as well, both waiting for you for free at freetalklive.com. And it is Ian here with you. And Wayne. And Mark. All right. And you need to know that sound money is under attack. The Liberty Dollar offices were raided by the FBI and Secret Service on November uh, November 14th, and all of its precious metals, computers, and records were seized. Your help is urgently needed. Go to libertydollar.org and get signed up for their updates as well as the loss suit. Don't let the government steal your money and destroy the Liberty Dollar. Go to libertydollar.org. Burning through some emails here to start uh, the show out here. I know you had a handful you wanted to get to as well, Mark. Of course, we take your calls if you make them about whatever's on your mind. Christina emails in asking questions uh, from the... She, she wants to clarify this whole no government thing, small government. So she points out that my view is no government. Mark's on the small government side. We know Wayne, while he is uh, definitely favorable towards the no government idea, he, uh, for right now, is on the small government side of things. Uh, and, and I agree that I think we need to cut down government uh, drastically uh, in size and then from there start talking about how we can cut it down even further. I think that's the, the sensible way to approach things. I, I'm certainly open to other ideas as far as how we can possibly uh, cut the government down to size without using the system. I just don't know of any way. I've never heard of anyone uh, proposing any way. Anyway, she goes on. She says, uh, well, my husband and I were having a discussion about this, and we're both for small government, but my husband was saying how he basically couldn't think of a situation where we would need the government, that there would be something the free market or the people couldn't solve on their own, or that there wouldn't be, and it made me think about it for a while. And here's what I came up with. Please let me know what you think. She says, without government, what would protect the people's freedom itself? 
Throughout history, we see people who start grouping together, sharing ideas, which is not bad in itself, but I think naturally people want to spread their views onto others. You say, it's okay with me if people want to set up their own communist area as long as I'm not forced into it. But what if the head people of that group start loving the power and control and want to make their areas larger or start forcing people into it? It's an excellent question, but to answer her first question first, what would protect the people's freedom itself? Well, your question presupposes, because she says without government, what would protect the people's freedom? Your question presupposes that government actually does protect people's freedom, when in fact it doesn't. Uh, the, the contradiction or the paradox of government is that it on its face, and in, even in its constitutions and its paperwork, it, it will tell you that its job, that the purpose of government, is to protect and maintain individual rights, therefore to protect freedom. That's what they say. But what they say and what they do are two completely different matters. So the fact is, government can't do anything until it can get funding for itself first, and in order to get funding for itself, it has to coerce you into paying it. It has to threaten you with jail time or taking your house away or what other other punishments they've come up with for not participating in their little deal. Well, it, it, to some extent, you're correct. I mean, you're, you're largely correct, but you're, to some extent, you're mistaken. Like, for instance, if there's a guy trying to break into my home and threaten me with a gun and the police come along and stop that guy or scare him away or if something like come. that, then those police have protected my freedom because that guy with the gun would want to take it away from me. That may be true. And okay. that's presuming they don't arrest you in the process, thinking that you're the criminal or whatever other mistake you're, you're, they make. You're talking about 99% of the time the cops are going to respond. I'm not saying every time. Certainly there are going to be police that are going to give trouble. They'll get there eventually. But um, at at some point or another, you're, you know, calling the police can be a bad thing. But... Um, you know, and when you're talking about a one nation invading another, you know, that nation being set up for as a security force um, to protect, uh, you know, an invasion, that's a protection of freedom. No, not really, because the <clears throat> the government military only actually really is responsible for protecting the government apparatus. So it's more likely that the government's going to protect itself than it will protect you. Uh, if in the process of protecting the United States, the government has to roll a tank through the middle of your house, they won't have any compunctions about doing so. Uh, because they don't really care about you. And the fact is, even if the police roll by and happen to save you from a burglar, that doesn't matter, Mark. My point here is that's part of the paradox. Even if they actually do successfully protect you, and we've certainly seen plenty of evidence that they are you know, more likely to do something awful to you than actually protect you, but even if they do actually uh, you know, provide this role of protection, and I might add the Supreme Court has ruled several times that they have no obligation to provide you with any protection, but even if they do, despite all of that, You've been forced to pay for it in advance anyway. You've been threatened and forced into paying for this service that you may or may not have wanted, that you may or may not have been looking for, and that's the problem. So in order to supposedly protect freedom, government must infringe upon freedom in the first place, and that's the problem with government. That's the part that most people don't really think about too hard. She says, uh, she goes on, she says, well, what about this, this idea with the, the communist enclave and the free market? What if they decide that they want everybody to be a part of their communist enclave and want to you know, spread out from there and force everybody into it? Well, first off, they're going to have a whole lot more of a difficult time doing something like that in a free market situation where you know, every other house or every third house is, is armed. In a, uh, you know, up here in New Hampshire, there are plenty well, every of people. Third, every third house is armed in the United States right now. Right. Especially here in New Hampshire. It's probably more than every third, third house up here. But can you imagine that? I mean, how are they going to go about that exactly? I mean, have you ever been on a commune, Christina? I mean, these guys, they, they can barely get the, their house cleaned. 
And you think these are the people that can, you know, somehow build a military with on their farm and start spreading out and taking over from there? I mean, the, just thinking about the logistics of that is, it just doesn't seem even possible. They're going to run up against resistance right quick. They're going to start losing guys. And then they're going to say, wait, why don't we just go back to growing cabbage? Why are we trying to take over everybody's land? It's just not very likely. Um, the difference between that and what we have today with the government is the government controls vast amounts of weaponry and has uh, huge numbers of troops at its disposal. What you're talking about here would just be a group of individuals that, you know, would, I don't know, get it through their heads that they want to try to force their message onto others. That's a completely different situation. I think, I think with the commune uh, is, is less likely than um, perhaps, you know, I mean, when, when, one gov- when a government sees a void, it hates that. It, it, it certainly, you know, Canada would hate the idea that there could be a, uh, uh, you know, a, a stateless place just south of it. It would, it would just, and governments don't, they abhor voids mm-hmm. of government. So they want so to fill Canada those. what's going to do about that? I, who knows what they're going to do? I'm not too frightened. I mean, the U.S. military, the most powerful, arguably, military in the world, is, uh, you know, being effectively fought by a group of ragtag insurgents in Iraq. I think we can handle the Canadian military. Yeah, well, there's, there are also a lot of the big government types are very appalled over Somalia. But it's been now over a decade since they've had any real form of government there, uh, despite the UN's multitudes of attempts at reestablishing a, a central state in Somalia. Right, the I Somali think people don't want it. A better example than uh, Iraq, because the ragtag group of insurgents in Iraq would like to take over, so they're trying to set up an apparatus of government themselves. I don't know if that's and true of all of the ragtag insurgents. I think a number of the, I think I don't think you can speak to all of that. I think a number of those people are just sick and tired of having the the American military there. Right, they, but they know they don't want the Americans then maybe not may not be sure who they'd prefer in, in power. I think they're pretty sure who they who they would prefer. But they're different groups. Oh, yeah, absolutely the, they're different okay. groups. I'll give you that. I'm not saying that every group um every the, the, it's all one group and all wants the same thing. They do want different groups and the thing is is they're trying to form a government ahead and therefore it's easy to knock that that head off mm-hmm. whereas with a Somalia yeah, they they don't seem to want a government. Now to to go back to where what she was talking about with this expanding group that wants to start taking over the free market area. Uh, again, not only will they run up against individuals with weapons, but they'll also run up against private defense agencies, the companies that people would inevitably hire to protect themselves from situations just like this one. And we can explore this idea further because it is absolutely a fascinating thought experiment to see what would it be like uh, in a truly free market environment with someone who tried to aggress against you. More on the way. Would you like to help others find Free Talk Live? You can help us advertise, market, and promote the show at amp.freetalklive.com. Consider becoming a Free Talk Live amplifier now for $3 a month and get some cool bonuses at amp.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live, your show. You take control of the airwaves via the toll-free number at 1-800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. It's Ian here with you. And Wade. And Mark. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. The features there are for free, and they include the bulletin board system with over 300,000 posts, serious issues, fun stuff. You'll find it all, and it's all for free at bbs.freetalklive.com. Your mattress was likely manufactured using all kinds of disturbing chemicals. Does this bother you? Well, it should. Savvy Rest mattresses are made of 100% natural latex rubber, organic wool, and organic cotton. 
You can try their crib mattresses, too. SavvyRest.com for the sleep you've been dreaming of. That's SavvyRest.com. 800-259-9231. We are in the middle of an email from Christina. Uh, she's curious about this whole free market idea, the idea that uh, we don't need government, which, of course, is uh, one that I, I happen to be pretty much a fan of. And I find it absolutely fascinating to to look at these concepts as to what life would be like. What if there were no government around and some group of evil communists decided they wanted to start taking over your town? You know, they were living out on their commune growing lettuce, and now they've decided they want to force their way of life on everyone else. Well, there's some different things that will happen in the free marketplace. And again, we aren't actually the entrepreneurs who are going to be creating these private protection services that will inevitably be available. So we can't really predict everything, but we can throw out a few ideas. And one of those would be there are several uh, disincentives for people to behave in the way that she's describing. That is to aggress upon others and and try to uh, to force themselves uh, and their viewpoint on, on other people through violence. One of the things you have to look at, besides the fact that individuals will own guns and will inevitably protect themselves, uh, also, these groups that are going to be forcing themselves on others, they don't have the government's monopoly on currency. So they don't have the ability to just print out a bunch of money and go and buy themselves tanks and bombs and that sort of thing, which means they'd actually have to have their own money in order to finance this aggression. And force is expensive. Uh, Initiating force on people is very costly. And that's right. And just like as now people, uh, some people in some neighborhoods have neighborhood watch groups, I'm sure that a lot of neighbors would band together, too, to form their own sort of informal... Militia sec- or something, yeah, protection. Yeah, sure. in, informal security groups. Militias managed to p- protect this country for a long, long time, and right. I think that they are a... Uh, I, I think that that's something that we should have. The other point is, uh, in the world of international politics and international warfare... There are certain things that the governments have agreed to. Because remember, governments, they, uh, you know, they exist to, uh, to force others into paying for their whatever it is that their plans are and their programs and all that. And they don't really want to risk that, uh, their power too much. So they've all sort of uh, agreed with one another that, okay, now look here. When we get into this war together, we're going to fight it out amongst ourselves, but uh, the soldiers are going to do the fighting, and uh, us leaders, we're just got. We're, and now there's going to be no assassinations. There's going to be no uh, killing the leaders. Uh, so you let the soldiers fight, and the leaders are going to be fine. They have these agreements. Right. Well, it's been that way um, since since there's been warfare. Essentially, it's uh, let the peasants battle it yeah. out, and uh, then the 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 aristocracy will will take the uh, spoils. Right. So now that's not to say that certain people haven't been assassinated in the past. Obviously, uh, it, they have. Uh, but, but as a general rule, those who are in charge of these countries are never actually threatened by the wars that they bring uh, to the people of their country. That would be different with what she's talking about in her email, with just a, a group of what would essentially be thugs, a group of thugs attempting to force themselves on others, there's no prohibition on targeting the leader of the group. Well, there isn't in the Constitution either. There's letters of mark and reprisal. So, um, yeah, but it's very rarely used. Oh, it's not, right. Um, need to be our, our leaders became. <laughs> they've gone the, into agreements. Right. With the they've other gone people. into the, the well. They've gone into tacit agreements. I don't think that there's. Uh, I mean, there are. I believe it's international law, whatever that means. Yeah. Mark. Well, <laughs> shoot the people the that are in charge of warfare. Of the, shoot some um, international leader that says that you can't. Uh, you know, an uh, exact vengeance on some jerk that attacked your country. So just imagine yourself... As far as I'm concerned, he's protecting him. ...in the position of somebody that wants to enforce their viewpoint on another group of people. You have to, A, fund it yourself, 
So you'd have to have that much money, and you've had to have you know, raised it and whatever, and you'd have to go out and buy all these bombs and weapons and raise your army secretly so no one could find out what was going on. I mean, just from that perspective, it's very difficult. But on top of that, you would know that as soon as you started initiating force on others, that could come right back and bite you in the butt, and you personally could die as a result of that. Now, most people aren't crazy enough to do that. There could be some psychopaths out there, but how many people are willing to sign on to follow that psychopath when they could lose their lives or their families' lives could be lost? So again, there's all kinds it certainly of... certainly changes the paradigm. Right. There's all kinds of natural disincentives to aggression in the marketplace, um, let alone the fact that if you do actually harm another person in the marketplace, then you're expected to make good. You're expected to pay restitution to those people that you've harmed, and that's another deterrent. Huge. Um, yeah. yeah. So, uh, let me continue here. She says, well, what if the people in this group aren't allowed to leave it? Like this, you know, theoretical group of communists. Uh, oh, or um, the, uh, what is the fundamental um, Latter-day Saints out there, the the ones that are split from the church and have multiple wives? And, um, yeah. You know, try to be a woman in that uh, organization. And, and escape. Yeah. yeah. And then try to be a, a man in that organization and come back. People have been able to do it, though. I mean, there are it's, certain it, times sure. and possibilities it, it gets there. done. She says people will be free to elect leaders of their own groups, but they can just as easily abuse that power slowly and without many people realizing until we end up with another another government similar to what we have today. Well, of course, that's an argument against small government. You know, the idea that if you get government small again, what's to stop it from getting bigger? I mean... People are lazy, and people want to, you know, they get involved in their own lives, and they don't pay attention. How about learning from one's mistakes? I don't think it's going to happen, Mark. I, well, I just don't uh, think I people understand are that you interested. don't think it's going to happen, but, I mean, this is really the first, uh, as far as I'm concerned, this is, the um, United States is the, the first country that experimented with a democratic republic in the same fashion, in this fashion, and it's the only country on the planet that has the, um, the heritage of liberty that we do. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, I think we can rewrite a const- you know write a constitution with uh, you know new rules that uh, you know put uh, punishments on politicians that violate it rather than you know the current one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do think we can create a uh, a yeah. better constitutional uh, republic than we currently have. I mean, did that the, fr- true, did the but- first car run? Well, that may be true, Mark, but uh, when it comes to cars and that sort of thing, you've got real market competition involved, whereas with the government, once it's written, it's written, and well, that's th- it. There were mistakes made, and people yeah. can learn from their mistakes. Well, the mistake was government. That and, was the mistake. Well, you're, propos- you're proposing that um, the people you know, people learn from their mistake by having no government. I'm proposing that they learn from their mistake by having a better um, constitutional republic. And we, and we go back to, to honest money. When you have Coercion. When you have a hard currency, the government can't grow like they've grown in the last uh, 75 years. Because that much is true. They finance themselves, and they've grown on, on basically crack, you know, fiat money. Yeah. I, I agree. I, I, don't, I don't disagree that a smaller government would be a, bad, you know, a good thing uh, or a bad whatever. I think that a smaller government would be a good thing, no doubt about it. I just don't think that... Um, I just don't think we can really solve the apathy problem too effectively. I think that it'd be apathy better to, to get rid of government in the first place. What's the apathy problem? The fact that people don't care. Care about the government? And you yeah. think that they're going to care enough to get rid of the government? I don't know, Mark. Well, I, I mean, I'm not I, sure. It seems to me the apathy problem uh, applies in both. But the apathy uh, problem also comes from being dumbed down, for one, uh, having all the stuff that you think, you, you, you know, there's, there's means, whether it's debt or whatever, to get stuff so that you feel reasonably content where you live. And, right. and when that collapses, then people are going to become far less apathetic, don't you think? 
Yeah, but if it if it goes in the direction we're hoping that it does, and that is, you know, Ron Paul gets elected, and then some more liberty-minded people get elected, and they start paring down the government, then it won't ever collapse, and they'll never have a chance to uh, to come around to that. I mean, the, the governmental changes will go on, and they'll they just won't care, just like they've never cared. That's my point. By the time, by the even if Ron Paul's elected, by the time he he reaches office, our economy is going to be in a serious recession, I believe, in the next year or so. And so there were going to be a lot of people out of work. In fact, the real unemployment figures are much higher than they're stating because sure. the government uses the birth-death model and all these bogus figures to make the, the unemployment rate lower. So I think the economy is far worse. I think we're in recession now. But as more and more people uh, are struggling, uh, paying the bills and all, I think you're going to see uh, less apathy because people are getting disgusted. And, and I agree that it would take a reduction in apathy in order to have changes happen. That much I agree with. I just feel like once the changes happen, you'll be right back into that old situation where people say, okay, great, we cut the government down to size, now I'm going to go back to my video games and, you know, my... Because uh, I'd rather be playing video games than going out and doing activism, personally. Uh, and I only do it because I understand how critical it is. I just think most people are just going to put it right back down and say, okay, you guys can go to the city council meetings. Uh, I'll pass. More on the way. It's Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live. It is your show. You can take control of the airwaves via the toll-free number at 800-259-9231, the SACL CAI toll-free line. It is Ian here with you. And Wade. And Mark. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. Features for free. So enjoy those on us. Uh, and if you like the show, you want to help support Free Talk Live, then become a Free Talk Live amplifier. Go to uh, go to amp.freetalklive.com to get signed up for three bucks a month. That's all we're asking for, and we are just asking. You can enjoy the entire website for free. Though, if you do want to help us get on more radio stations and spread the message of liberty and freedom as far and as wide as possible, you should become an amplifier. And you get perks, too, like access to the amp-only call-in line, chat room, and forum. All the details are at amp.freetalklive.com. That is amp.freetalklive.com. And Carla Howell is the center, or the head, rather, of the Center for Small Government. Tom Cryer is known as the man who beat the IRS in court. Bob Schultz is the chairman of the We the People Foundation. And Ron Paul will eliminate the IRS if he's elected. All of them are working to end the income tax, and all will be at the Liberty Forum. Where will you be? Register now at freestateproject.org slash libertyforum. That's freestateproject.org slash libertyforum. And use the code 2008FTL if you want to save 10%. 2008FTL, all one word, if you want to save 10% on the Liberty Forum. We're going to be there broadcasting live. Looking forward to seeing you there. 800-259-9231. So just a few more points here on this email from Christina. She's talking about the idea of no government versus a small government. And she wants to give another example, another theoretical situation. She says, back in the days of the pioneers, when people headed out west to build their own towns, etc., the government was involved very little then. They handed out the land and gave it to people that they would, if they would keep it up, but they stayed out of the towns for the most part. The townspeople would elect and fund their own school teachers and doctors, and they would even hire their own sheriff. In some rough towns, though, the sheriff would abuse his authority, and he would team up with the outlaws. In exchange for letting them run free, he would take some of the profit. Pretty soon there would be a com- uh, pl- pretty soon there may be a complete town that has lost its freedom because it was run by this band of outlaws and the sheriff. Similar to a problem today, right? 
And that does sound similar to uh, the problems we have today. I, I'm certainly no expert on the the West, but I do can, I can tell you that historically it was not as wild as Hollywood would have you believe uh, that it was. But nonetheless, whenever you have a position of so-called authority over others, whether it be a lone sheriff or whether it be the sheriff's department or whatever, you are always going to have a situation where they could be easily corrupted and bought off by criminals. That happens today, right? Frequently, and, and I'm I'm certainly not out here advocating for a a, a government society um, like yourself, but every time that a person abdicates their responsibility, in the case of a uh, sheriff, people abdicate, um, you know, abdicate their responsibility for protecting themselves in a great, um, a great deal. They abdicate the responsibility of spreading around that kind of power. Why does there need, why did there need to be one sheriff in these towns? Well, because these people abdicated their responsibility. They went with the formula that there had always been, and you know, they gave people power. And every time you give somebody absolute power. In a, in a particular area, you're going to be sorry. Mm-hmm. Yep. But it was, so, it was still more localized in nature. And, and back then, isolation also contributed to that because if you were in a town out west in a remote area, you could be held captive by people and you had no way of communicating with the outside world like you do today with telephones and the Internet. So those those situations, I think, are far less likely to happen uh, if you had a, situa- a society like uh, we're describing. Right. And she says, well, what would protect people from such a thing? Well, the idea would be that there wouldn't be this one person imbued with, uh, you know, this this authority. Uh, in order to get to a point of a free market situation, we, we as a people, uh, individually, we all have to reject the concept that one man can somehow have more authority than another man. Essentially reject the concept of authority in the first place. Because it just, the whole idea is fallacious. The idea of authority, if it's true that all men are born equal, created equal, whatever you want to, however you want to call it, and I think that most reasonable people believe that to be true, if that is true, then you're born on the same level as President Bush, as anybody else who claims to have leadership or authority over others, how did it, how did it actually happen? I mean, just think about this for a moment. How did it actually occur that President Bush or your local town sheriff or whoever was granted this fantastic concept of authority. How did that actually occur? Is it some magical process, some sort of uh, ethereal ideal that uh, when you go into a voting booth and check a box on a piece of paper or punch a chad, that that transfers some juice to some other person? I mean, is this like you well, know a, a spell that you're casting? We've given him the authority. But there, there is no authority to give. You don't have authority in the first place because you were born equal. And it doesn't matter if 20,000 people get together and say, we choose you, Mark. You are the, the person we are granting this authority to. They don't have authority to grant to you in the first place. Where did it, where did it come from? Well, is people it, are advocating their, their responsibility to rule themselves is what's happening. Well, that might be true, but just because you're submitting to the rule of another person doesn't mean that they have authority over you. It well, just means it, you, it you've submitted you to, to them. Yeah, exactly. You're giving it to them by submitting. Right. Well, you're letting them run roughshod over you, and you're, and you're doing whatever it is they want you to, but that doesn't mean they have authority. It doesn't make them a better person than you. It just means that you're bowing down. That's all. Uh, so yeah, you can certainly sub- uh, you can subvert yourself absolutely uh, to another person, just as dogs. Uh, you know, they have their alphas and their omegas, and certainly uh, they, you know, when when one of them challenges another, uh, one will you know they might fight or one will just back down. And if you back down, then that's your choice. You've chosen to back down, but you haven't granted that person some power that uh, he didn't have before. 
I just think the whole concept is absurd, and more people need to realize that in order for us to get to this point in the first place. And once that point is reached, where people have had that paradigm shift, and they understand that all people are equal, then we'll have a situation where you can hire your own protection if that's what you want. And the fact that there would be different organizations out there offering protection services competing in the marketplace will prevent the corruption situation from happening, as she's describing. Because if if it turns out that you've hired Mark, let's say, uh, Wayne, to protect your family, while you aren't home, um, please help. Mark. And it turns out that Mark is actually taking, you know, payments from criminals in order to allow them to go and rob your house while your wife is away at work or something like that. And you find out somehow that Mark is corrupt or on the take or whatever. You just don't pay him anymore, and you hire somebody else to protect you from Mark. And you can take Mark to arbitration. And if he's an, at least somebody who even somewhat considers reputation important, he'll go to arbitration. Otherwise, his reputation will be ruined. That's right. And uh, either way, if he's if you're right and he's and he is corrupt, his reputation is going to be ruined anyway. He's going to lose all of his customers, and he's got no more money left. He's got no business. So in comp- in the world of competition in the marketplace. We were protected from the corruption. There is no power to be had because everything, uh, all agreements are being entered into on a voluntary basis, unlike the government that forces you to, to deal with them. So she goes on to say, you could say people won't want it and they won't let it get that way, but we let it happen before. There are many people who want comfort and security over freedom who despise the rich and think it's not fair that they have to be poor. There will always be people like that. Well, a lot of those people are that way because they went to government schools and they were taught that it's bad to be rich and money's the root of all evil and all this other nonsense that we're constantly fighting against on this show. Uh, and so she says there will always be people like that. And as far as I'm concerned, she's probably right about that. And she says there will always be those who crave power and control over people. So do we need a small government of some sort, or is it possible to have no government and still ensure our freedom? Well, of course, I believe that it is possible to have no government and still be free because of the reasons that we just discussed. And uh, also, coming up, hopefully by the end of the year, it looks like I'm on track for this, but by the end of the year, I should be releasing an excellent book in audio format called The Market for Liberty, which really goes into to a great level of detail on many of these ideas we're talking about here, private security, private arbitration, in the marketplace, competition, how the market can replace all of these governmental functions that we're so used to having the government handle in, uh, in detail, and it'll be for free. So you won't have to pay a dime for the book. It's an audio book. You'll listen to it just like you listen to this show, and you'll get it because it makes sense and it's brilliantly written. 800-259-9231. Let's go to the phones and talk to Fred in Virginia. You're on Free Talk Live, Fred. What's on your mind? Can you hear me? Yes, sir. What's on your mind tonight? Uh, yes, uh, I was charged uh, July the 29th, 06, for abduction and receiving stolen property. And, okay. Uh, the, the, I had a camper in, in Ohio, and uh, I came in like in uh, the last of June, and uh, there was a gu- two guns in my camper. And I asked my fiance, I said, what are they, what's he doing in here? What the hell is these guns doing in here? Mm-hmm. And, I, and I didn't want them, and uh, she said her... Her uh, landlord's brother put him in there because he had a couple DUIs and he couldn't carry him in his truck. So anyway, the rifle got gone, and uh, on July the 29th, I a lot of things were going on with I sensed and that some she was not being faithful, and and I was checking on her and just checking to find out the truth. She kept saying, "Oh, I swear to God, I never spoke with no one. I didn't do this or that." And I was spoke with them about I, what. Pardon? Spoke with no one about what? She said, I swear to God, I haven't spoke with uh, my boss and, or hadn't 
spoke with my friend and hadn't hadn't been unfaithful. This is your girlfriend or fiance? Yeah. This is like yeah, my girlfriend fiance and we had a I had a, a camper set up on the, on the property. Okay, so let me see if I got this straight. There's a camper with guns in it. You're thinking your girlfriend is cheating on you, and there's more to the story, right? Oh, wow. I want to Wait hear the rest. Here. Hang on. We'll bring you back. 800-259-9231. Hour 2 is coming up. You can take control. This is Free Talk Live. One of the bonuses you'll get as a Free Talk Live amplifier is access to our classic archives. For just $3 a month, you can become an amplifier, and you'll help us get on more radio stations and MP3 players. Get the details at amp.freetalklive.com. That's amp.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. It is your show. Launching into hour number two, you can take control of the airwaves via the toll-free number at 800-259-9231, the SACL CAI toll-free line. It is Ian here with you. And Wayne. And Mark. Join us online, freetalklive.com. Features for free, so enjoy those on us. Uh, We go right back into the phone calls here because people want to talk, and we'll talk to you about anything. That's the point of the show. 1-800-259-9231. We go back to Fred in Virginia. Now, Fred, you've begun telling us a story, and it was a little confusing, so we're going to have to make sure we can understand as we go along here. Let me see if I've got this straight so far. You had a uh, a camper of some sort, like an RV, and there were some guns that were left in it that you didn't know whose they were. Your girlfriend at the time told you that they were uh, your brother-in-law or something like that. Oh, the her her landlord's brother. Uh, she told me that she uh, he had put them in there because he had three DUIs and he couldn't carry them in his truck. And I said, well, I don't like to have him guns in my camper, so. The uh, the rifle disappeared and the the pistol stayed there and uh, he said uh, she said that he put it in there so she could like target practice with it and she was a uh, already a six time felon uh, DUI she was or he was she, she was she was and she wasn't supposed to be around guns anyway so this was your girlfriend at the time yeah this was my girlfriend she promised me she would never drink anymore and that I was Mr Wonderful Mr Perfect and I worked out of town in Kentucky as a foreman and. For an engineer company. And you thought that she was cheating on you, so you started checking on her. I started checking on her. I started, I actually, I set out because she would say, I swear to God, I, I haven't done anything. I haven't talked to your boss or nothing. And so I set out to prove that I was wrong because I've I've been told I was very clairvoyant and I have ESP. And uh, we would actually well, write each other. I doubt you do. But mm-hmm. go ahead. Some people we, do we, guess We would actually them. write each other and, and our, our the answers to the letters would pass in the air. And uh, but anyway, I would go in like every three weeks or so, and and I was just really being uh, being stomped at work and stuff. And uh, her mother had gave me a bunch of old antique money, and I walked in my camper one uh, like in July, the first of July, when I was there, and she was going through it, and she got out of bond there, and then uh, and she zipped it up real quick, and I said, well, you know, she said, well, I could have got anything; it belonged to my mom. That's the way you could have asked. So I go back to work, and like three or four days later, I pick a. A letter up that was my job. I went to the post office and uh, I picked the letter up and it didn't look like nothing was in it. I ran my hand across it and I could tell it was something around like a silver dollar. So I give it to my boss and I'm coming at an angle to his truck and he had to show it to me because he was showing it to someone else and he didn't see me coming. And uh, I saw it was an 1863 Confederate $10 bill. And I know I saw that money because I had a motorhome there on the property and I lived on the job because I was a foreman over 10 men and built Okay, so you saw an old bill in the hands of your boss. At the hands of the boss, 1863 Confederate $10 bill. Where's all this going, anyway? Oh, pardon? 
I, I'm just trying to figure out where this is all going. You got a girlfriend oh, who might be cheating on you. Somebody sending old money to your boss. Right, and and that was the old money that I saw in, in my camper when I was looking at it. Their mother gave me, and she's saying I called her that evening. She's not, and have nothing to do with it. It's uh, you know that I got some. And then she confesses that she got some twenties and some twos and some silver dollars before she didn't have anything mm-hmm. but the bond. Okay. And then, then you know, I see the silver dollar and I'm like, you know, what's going on? And then there's a lot of other little. So things. you were, start, was the suggestion there that your mother or the girlfriend was sending this money to your boss? No, no, my girlfriend. Yeah, my girlfriend was sent that money to my boss, and they were like having conversation. I felt like that there was something going on, so I started monitoring the phone records. Because I set out to prove that I was wrong, and it was like I could. Because you didn't want to be right about your girlfriend cheating on you. No, no, because no, I loved her so much. I loved her more than anything. I gave her everything. I paid her rent, her groceries, every cigarette right. she smoked. I furnished her cell phone. I bought a car. I gave her, kept her five hundred to thousand dollars cash. And in she pocket. had you wrapped around her little finger, huh? Oh boy. Well, you know, I mean, she was going to be my wife. We planned to get married, and and you know, I was Mister One. We was we was going to grow old together and swing on the porch. You know, mm, you know I notice you're saying we were going to. Uh, yeah. So, we, what did you find out? Well, uh, I, I would be in the office, and I would uh, he would be talking to someone. I noted it wasn't his girlfriend, so I'd walk outside, and I would hit my her landline number with my cell phone, mm-hmm. and it would be busy. So I would write that down, and I, I was taking notes, monitoring, and they didn't realize I was doing it because I was wanting the truth. And I should have got a private investigator, and and all this would have cost money caused all this damage to me. But anyway, I, I come in, and I'm all to pieces, and I'm thinking, and there, there's, like, even fun going on. They start, I called her Sunshine and Baby Doll, and, and I, I start hearing this on the job, you know, little smirks and stuff. And uh, and uh, the the trouble started, like, in April, and I could sense it because we had this, we had this telepathic feeling toward each other. And, <laughs> and it, this is an awesome story, and, and it's like it started dying, and I said, what's going on here? And so that's, that, that started bringing it up, and, mm. and so I go back in, and... I'm all to pieces, and I, I get this gun, and I'm just, uh, you know, I'm in tears. You know, I, you know, I'm just all to pieces. I get this gun. I was just like, felt like just shooting myself. Oh my goodness! I'm serious. I mean, I was just felt That's like That's never whole a good idea. Again. That I won't like solve your problems. No dame is worth that. Mm. Well, I, I felt like my whole world was falling apart. Okay, I understand. And and, and it's like, you know, uh, I just had to know the truth, and I was running ten men, and they wasn't really quality people, and you could, you had to hold her hands. I mean, it was just a very stressful there. So, so what did you end up doing? You got you got the gun, and then what? Okay, I got the I got the gun, and it's like um, I even called my ex wife, and I said, you know, this is it, you know, and then. Uh, and I, I thought, well, you know, I'm going to burn this camper down and shoot myself. And oh, my I'm, gosh. You know, i got to be honest with you because it's exactly what happened. And so she comes. I had been in the house, and I've got the phone records and everything to prove all the time frames and everything. So you, uh, you proved phones. that she was on the phone with your boss? Pardon? You did prove that she was well, on the not, phone with your not, boss? Not yet. See, I didn't figure all this out. See, I, I was not. I didn't figure everything out. I was like, you know. So you were you, distraught without even having proven that she was see, cheating on you? You can look at phone records, and it'll it'll go right over your head if you don't know how to how to how to look at phone records. There's hidden information in phone records. I don't know if there's hidden info. Edit. You just see what time people called who and what number Pardon? they were calling. But okay, I'll take your word for it. So you were distraught. You were going to burn down the camper and shoot yourself. Then what? <laughs> 
Yes. I, 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 we got to shorten this up, man. We're out almost out oh, of time here. Okay. Okay. I get the. I get the. She's going to take me and show me that this guy don't have a picture of her nude. We we, we go over there. <laughs> How she going to do that? <laughs> Prove a negative. <laughs> she's having an affair with another guy. Catch it later on the phone records and stuff. But anyway, let's go real fast. I'll go real fast to it. Yeah. What I called for. And I get in trouble, and we get a little little uh, scuffle. Well, she takes me over there. She's driving, and, and, and she takes me over there, and I've got the gun in my lap, and I shouldn't have. I know that, okay? Yeah. And and I get there. Does she know like, you, you had the gun? You, were, you, were you pointing it at her? And, no, like, no, I, no, no. I, okay. I was in my camper, and she said, I'll take you over there. And she said, you drive us. No, I'm not driving. I drank too much. All right. Okay, you're drunk, too. Pass- All right, that's interesting. I, I'm in the passenger seat, and she takes me over there, and... Uh, you know, she pulls up, she jumps out of the car real quick and runs up to this the the guy that's supposed to have she's gonna prove he don't have the picture of her nudes and waist up and she bizarre. There wasn't a picture ever made, it was a drummed up story. Anyway, I, we get in trouble, we get down there and uh, there's a gun involved. I had the gun, she says she acts like she just now seen the gun, takes off down the road, I catch up with her and I said, Let's just forget about this. She pulls away, we walk a little further and I just oh, get her by the hand, I said, Let's just go over here and sit on the log cabin on the porch and forget about this. And then we trip in the ditch, and, and then the gun's over here. Somebody calls the law. Here comes the law, and I'm standing Uh-oh. in front of the law. Now, what did you get arrested for again, threatening? I, I got arrested uh, standing in front, of the, in front of, the, of the law, and he says, drop the gun. I drop it right directly in front of his car. Yeah. I, I go to jail. Uh, she bails me out of jail. And, <laughs> she and bailed I'm, you out? She bailed me out of jail. But didn't and, she call the cops on you? Somebody called him. It, was, it didn't take him four or five minutes. They were there. I mean, this thing, the whole thing didn't take five what minutes. What was the charge? They, they they charged me for receiving stolen property and abduction. What was okay. the stolen property? The gun? Well, that's what I'm getting ready to get. This is where it all comes in here. All right, give it to yeah, me. you got 30 seconds. The stolen property that they were charging me with, okay? Where did you get the gun? Oh, it was I in the trailer. The out of my, my that's own right. camper. That's right. Okay, it was okay. someone else's. Okay, I got you. Right, and, he, and you know, landlord claims I stole the oh, gun. Man. In his, I mean, stole the gun out of his barn in his testimony. But I didn't do it. What and, a mess! Uh, anyway, they take me to they take me to jail. She bails me out. I I go for uh, the the and I get an attorney, uh, and uh, and then it's like uh, you know where everything's fine, and uh, I'm subject subjected. She poisons me twice. Oh my gosh! The drama just continues here. <laughs> it, it you know, I it, wish we had I'm more time. I'm thinking this girl's trouble. But I tell you what, man, <laughs> it me, sounds like you're talk, screwed, my friend. One more minute, real quick. You don't have it. You're, it sounds like you're screwed, though. I mean, I wish you the best of luck. Well, they uh, maybe you should quit. the gun records. You what? They falsified the gun records. The attorney falsified the gun records. Wow, that's quite a conspiracy. You know, I wish you the best of luck if your story's true. I don't know if it is, but well, it I certainly mean, it, was fascinating. It's too convoluted to be anything but it true. sure as hell was dramatic. Uh, <laughs> I'd recommend you quit drinking. Now, I yeah. think that would probably help you out quite a bit, make you make better decisions for yourself. Become a priest. Life. More on the way. This is Free Talk Live. You bring up anything. This is Free Talk Live. It is your show, and you can take control of the airwaves toll-free at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. It is Ian here with you. And Wayne. And Mark. And you can join us online at freetalklive.com. The features for free, so enjoy those on us. Like the show. Uh, We've got a lot of stuff on there for you to enjoy for free, including the wiki. Over 1,500 pages Created by listeners just like you. Just go to wiki.freetalklive.com to get interactive. Wiki.freetalklive.com. How would you like to lose up to 25 pounds in just nine days? Well, it's possible without permanently changing your diet. Check out this amazing doctor-recommended product. Go to ftldiscount.com, read some real testimonials, 
find out how to order. That's FTLdiscount.com. To the phones and the fun. Justin in Maryland. You're on Free Talk Live. Justin, what's on your mind? Hello, Justin. Maryland. How you doing? Hey, what's on your mind tonight? Um, Yeah, I, I'm pretty liking the Ron Paul campaign Yes. and everything like that. I, I want to support him, but I'm going to try to pass out flyers soon or something like that. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm alone in this town, but I try my best, you know. Yep. And I think Ron Paul is the man to basically change this country into something better. He can certainly get it started. But the New World Order, and, oh, and, and they are pretty aggressive. If they, if they feel they're, they're going to lose everything, I think they will destroy what they cannot have. I think they'll take out a guy who's doing door knocking for Ron Paul is what I think. <laughs> right there at the door. Now wait, are you alluding? Are you alluding to the suggestion that uh, someone might assassinate Ron Paul? Well, I, they, it's a big possibility. Why I'm haven't they done it yet? Why not yet? do it now? Why wait? Well, why wait until his he get... popularity hasn't become that? He hasn't become that strong why yet. Why let him get there? I mean, if if you are, I mean, if you believe in this new world order concept, and I don't. Now, I do believe that there are people in search of power, and I certainly they have their friends and all of that. I just I didn't don't believe if, it either. But I've been doing the research. Well, but. Great, good for you. Now, here's here's my question: <laughs> uh, If it's true that there's this elite group of people meeting in smoky rooms, uh, you know, across the world, trying to control the entirety of uh, of the planet, and they're all Jewish, don't forget that. Uh, if it's really they're not Jewish, okay, no. that's good. At least what are they? Not one of those. people? Uh, oh they're boy. different. They're, they're, it doesn't matter what kind of background they come from. They're all banking cartels. Okay. Right, I, right. I'll, I'll, you know, I'm likely to believe that uh, people that are in the high levels in, uh, banking, in the banking industry um, probably want to get richer and, and don't mind uh, you know, if we get poorer in the process. The idea that we know their name and that they have the whole uh, they have a whole plan that that somebody's managed to figure out and includes wiping out the population uh, down to five hundred thousand people or some nonsense like that. Pusha. But here's That's crazy. here's my question for you, since you are a believer in this uh, new world order conspiracy. If it's true that they want to protect their positions of power, and that's what they're all about, right? Because, uh, as has been said, they've got all the money in the world. It's not about money. It's about power. So if it's true that they want to protect and enhance their positions of power, why on earth would they allow Ron Paul to continue growing in popularity? I understand he hasn't won the primary yet or anything, and he's not as popular as he's inevitably going to be, but it's clear that his popularity is on the increase. He's raising more money every single quarter. Uh, more and more people are coming on board with his campaign and thereby discovering the message of liberty. I mean, essentially what Ron Paul is doing is he's undoing all of the years, uh, you know, the decades of propaganda that had been shoved down the throats of the American people by the, the establishment. And well, that's dangerous on its own. I mean, my answer that, is to that is that um, my answer is to that is basically simple: is that his popularity hasn't reached two massive levels where he's starting to reach out the percent of the population that are still dumbed down. But How can you tell? Why would they population? even allow um, you know somebody who speaks out against them to exist? Why would they? Why would uh, I don't know one of these radio hosts that does uh, this this New World Order kind of uh, thing? Why why are they still around kicking? After why ten us? years? Yeah, because, I mean, look, Ron Paul's just one man, but more and more people, thousands upon thousands, maybe even hundreds of thousands, have been um, woken up as a result of Ron Paul's campaign to the ideas of liberty. And that on its own is in, it just immensely dangerous to uh, those who are in search of power and those who already have it. So they would they already have their motivation. I mean, if they, if they, they ever do. needed motivation, it's there. You're just saying it hasn't crossed a certain threshold, but that's just your arbitrary decision. And how do you know what that threshold is. I don't know. 
but it it could. I'm not saying it's going to happen. I'm saying it's a possibility. That I, I've heard talk but and if, only talk. If it's if it's a possibility, well, oh, you're no, listening no. to the crew. If there is a new world order. Then they sh- they they will they have to take out Ron Paul. Do you understand? Like if they don't take out Ron Paul, there's no new world order. He should have yeah. been hit by a train after he filed. You know, after he got made more money in his second quarter. I mean, the, anything could have happened if these guys are as powerful as they uh, as you guys claim they are. Trains are, are kind of hard to well, redirect. Yeah, people people who have control over money are powerful, especially when they control the money supply. However, there are people in this world who have an agenda that's anti-freedom. I, oh, I, yeah. I, I'm sure you agree yeah, with that, no doubt. So whether you say I I don't believe in the the New World Order conspiracy, fine, but I do believe personally that there are people with an agenda that's counter to ours, no mm-hmm. doubt. And, and there's a da- a dangerous centralization of power going on at a global level which disturbs me as well. So regardless of what you want to call but it... ranting about the Bilderbergers d- is, is contrary to helping people understand that there are people with an agenda contrary to uh, liberty. It just makes... It just, it's just nuts. Right. I think educating people about liberty is far more powerful way to, to undermine any, any agendas that might want to centralize power further because once people really understand liberty, they're not well, going to allow that. you've heard the NAU, haven't you? Yes. I mean... And the EU and the all North the other American unions Union. are mm-hmm. popping up. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, Ron Paul just spoke about his uh, beliefs on the North American Union, and he said that it could be as far as 30 or 50 years away. He's just, you know, um, he doesn't know. concerned. Yeah. And, yeah, it's incrementalized. I know that. But it, they've already but talked about... Do you about understand that the NAU, the, the, the North American Union, is a concept that some people have? Mm-hmm. Like, it's not it's not reams and reams and volumes and volumes of, of paper in a step-by-step fashion and how we're going to become. That's just what some people think is a good idea. I don't Inevitably, know that I can, people who are in I don't power. know that I consider yeah. that... Um, a, a, I would disagree. The, you know what? There, there, there of was, course you would. There was a paper just a few years ago by a major think tank in Washington called Toward a North American Union... And I remember yeah. hearing 10 or 12 years ago somebody, some elite member of the European community talking about breaking uh, America up into North American regions. Right. And so that's... This There's legitimate been... concern there. Yeah. Absolutely. I don't, I don't think that we should downplay that. I think that, you know, Ron Paul certainly can feel the winds blowing on that, and he's there in Washington, and there have been plenty... Of, you know, there's actual real evidence out there that the government people and those who are in... Uh, those who are in power are working towards this concept. Trying to fund it too, right? That's something yeah. to to really be concerned about. But as an, it's not really related to the conspiracy theory that you're putting forth. The idea that you know these people are so powerful they're going to just take Ron Paul out again. They haven't done it yet, and uh, I hope they don't. I, I really do. I, I don't think, think not. That's loose. not what I was really suggesting in the beginning. What were you? It was saying? not about Ron Paul. I was just saying that if if there is a if there is a thing, I'm saying that these p that the people that are running the world, and I do believe that because I've seen the evidence, um, that there is a possibility, and I'm saying the possibility that they will destroy what they cannot have, which meaning they will nuke the world. Nuke if the world? Well, we well, that's going to make thing. a lot of sense. Why would they do something like that? They'd kill themselves. Yes, but... Uh, these people are psychopaths. They will destroy what they cannot have. No, but they have shelters underground under Australia. They'll just go there. Exactly. They'll let <laughs> them die until they come out. Yeah. Well, you know what? Yeah, you better, better build, build your bomb build shelter. Thanks for the call. 800-259-9231. I mean, that's just ludicrous. I mean, these people, if it's true what he's saying and they're so powerful, they've already got a whole lot of power right now and they've got a whole lot of money. Why would they want to end all that? Why would they want to kill themselves and their families over the fact that they can't control every right. last More person on the earth? More people means more cheap servants. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. That's just ludicrous. 
absurd. You can take control and bring up anything. Ryan in Wisconsin will t- wants to talk about drugs, and we'll talk to you about whatever you want. This is Free Talk Live. With your help, we can spread the message of liberty around the world. Consider becoming a Free Talk Live amplifier for just $3 a month now at amp.freetalklive.com. If you can't afford it, keep enjoying us for free. If you can spare the three, visit amp.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up anything toll-free at 800-259-9231. SACL CAI toll-free line. It is Ian here with you. And Wade. And Mark. And you can join us on our website, freetalklive.com. The features for free. Enjoy those on us, and they include the archives. So if you've missed a moment of the show, just go and download them for free right there on the front page of the website, freetalklive.com. And now you can save time and money on common legal matters created by top attorneys. LegalZoom.com helps you create reliable legal documents like your will or living trust in minutes. LegalZoom.com. Use the code FTL to save 10%. That's LegalZoom.com. We continue with your phone calls, and we go to Ryan in Wisconsin. Ryan, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian Wayne and Mark. Ian Wayne and Mark. Hey, Ryan, what's on your mind, sir? Uh, I wanted to, I've been listening the last couple of days, and I've heard uh, some things about some drugs, and I wanted to clear up uh, some dosages. Okay, sure. Uh, mushrooms, generally, with the psilocybic mushrooms, you don't want to start uh, with more than an eighth of an ounce. Yeah, that's uh, that's what I had uh, gotten some information after the show on that one. Uh, somebody had called in to tell us that he had taken a quarter of an ounce and ended up in the middle of the road somewhere with a, a truck sitting down or laying down with a truck honking its its horn at him when he came to. It was just a frightening story. Uh, and so you're saying that's way, way too much. In fact, someone told me that half of an eighth uh, might be good for a, uh, for a starting sort of a, a trip there. Yeah, the first you would do it, I would say no more than three caps if you've never done it before. It's always a good idea to start small. Well, when it's it always a good idea not to start. Well, again, Mark, we're presuming that people are going to be doing well, these you, things. You, you, were giving, you said it's always a good idea, and I understand it's a turn of phrase, but it's always a good idea not to start. That's well, where do, good ideas, they're, they're stopping there. I don't know if I... If a lot I, of them are dropping off there. I don't know if I agree with you, Mark, but that's a whole other conversation. Uh, but yes, definitely starting small if you're going to be doing some sort of psychedelic, uh, just to sort of test the waters, because it is the black market. You don't know what you're getting. You're not sure what the dosage is, uh, so there's no point in jumping in uh, both, at, you know, with both feet at once, if you will. Uh, and also, I wanted to clear up about the jankum. That is a myth. There is no jankum. Um, you don't put a balloon over a jar full of your own crap. Why is that a myth? Because it was reported as being true in the BBC in the mid-1990s, uh, reported as uh, that there were people down in Africa uh, in Africa that were very, very poor, and they were using this mixture of uh, fecal matter and urine and putting a you know balloon or something like that over the top of the jar, letting it sit out for several days, then inhaling the, the gas that is inevitably created from that. Assuming uh, they could keep it down their dinner. In, yeah. order, to, in order to get high. Uh, I mean, that was reported reported back in the mid-1990s. Why would the BBC misreport that? Do you have an explanation? Uh, if you go to, uh, if you've ever heard of it before, Snopes.com. Sure. Yeah. yeah, I've seen Snopes' report on Jenkum. And, and basically, from what I saw, Snopes was sort of rebutting the Americanized version, where there's a kid that was on the Internet that uh, that basically faked some pictures. He sort of made it look like he was creating Jenkum, but he wasn't really, and he put all that online. So that kid was definitely faking people out. But Snopes, uh, Snopes uh, as I recall, didn't really wasn't really too sure as to whether or not Jenkum was real. Am I wrong about that? I mean, again, what was their explanation for the BBC story from Africa? 
Uh, I don't think they actually provided an explanation. I'm looking at it right now. Yeah. But, um, What's but, their verdict on it? Does it say? Well, it says a top false. Uh, they, they had proclaimed it to be false. It was a completely falsified story. I believe that there are some false reports of Jenkin, but I don't think that the... I mean, I... I find it hard to believe that the BBC would misreport something like well, that. It, it, it says the claim at the top, though, Bulletin warns that a new drug called Jinkum, made from fermented raw sewage, is a popular drug, drug among, among American schools. Right, that's false. That's false. And that, the bulletin was from a sheriff's department in Florida. It came out, I think it was sometime this year. Nine, uh, 1907. Yeah. The sheriff's department put out this bulletin that made it sound like, you know, this inhaling toxic fumes is all of a sudden this, you know, the new drug craze. That much well, is if true. you think about that, what's what's happening in that jar is it's creating methane, and if if it, if it were very easy to go do that, I would be out in a field of cows right now with my face over a cow pie. But I'm not. <laughs> well, uh, again, I, I don't I don't think one would Snopes, assume it was more concentrated. What do I know? Snopes isn't saying that the Jenkum as a concept is false. They're saying that police report is BS, and that I completely agree with them on. Those police are always just trying to make things, you know, to blow them out of proportion. And, and, that sort of and thing. it says in the article, these few ni- mid-1990 articles are the only substanti- um, substantive information about Jenkum we've uh, turned up so far. So they're claiming that they're substantive. Right, exactly. So They're the, difficult to verify, and we haven't found anything to substantiate the claim that youngsters in the U.S. are indulging in Jenkum to the extent that it is now a popular drug in the American right, schools. Right, basically what happened was the police department came across the website with the kid who had faked the Jenkum pictures, and the kid's website fooled the police into believing that Jenkum was a, you know, a craze now amongst the kids, and so they put out that report. Uh, but is Jenkum real? I, I believe that it is based on the BBC reports from the mid-1990s. Does anyone use it? in the United States? I Probably not. Hope not. Probably not. Anything there else in your mind? There are much alternatives. Ryan, yeah. anything else? Uh, I think that's it. Thanks for the expertise and uh, the, uh, the, the thoughts. And thank you for the call. 800-259-9231. So, yes, Mark, kids shouldn't go out and take mushrooms. But if they're going to, they should listen to what Ryan has to say instead of taking a quarter ounce and finding themselves in the middle of a, you know, a street uh, with the truck honking their horn or worse, uh, you know, and and also have a sitter, you know, have somebody there that's not going to be getting high so they can help keep you safe in that particular instance. I would agree that education is a good thing when it comes to drugs. I don't want uh, kids to be uneducated in that arena, but um, you know, take it from uh, if you're going to take advice from a uh, you know a former drug user, take it from me. I'm a former drug user. Watch out for that stuff. It can get you in trouble. Oh no doubt about it. 1-800-259-9231. Just, you definitely need to do your research and be end careful. End up in situations you would not have ended up in. You can end up in prison for a long, long time. Drugs. Yeah. Bad choice. More you likely can, you'll end up for dealing. You can li- end up in prison yeah. for a long, long time. That's, That's all true. I'm saying. Yep. Let's go to the phones here. Mike in Connecticut. You're on Free Talk Live with Ian Wayne and Mark. Hey, Mike. Hey, did you catch uh, Ron Paul and Glenn Beck last night? I did not, but Wayne, I believe, has watched the entire... Mark, you saw the whole, the whole saw thing the whole as well? Thing too, yeah. I saw uh, I've been busy all day, so I haven't had a it chance. It was great. He yeah. made it very clear he's, he doesn't believe in the 9-11 conspiracy theory. Good. Yes, he did. Good, but because... he did mention the New World Order. Did you hear that? I did not well, hear anything about the American him. Union he, he mentioned. No, he mentioned the New World Order. When he was talking about the North American Union... Hmm. Uh, neither of these guys uh, heard him mention the North, uh, the the New World Order. I didn't. I did not catch that, and I was listening pretty intently. I have a vague well, recollection. Watch it again, he did mention it. Okay, I okay. We'll take your word for it. And your your point? Huh? What's your point? Nothing. No, you just you know, I'm just telling you. Okay. And what did he say about the New World Order? He mentions how that they're behind the North American Union, whoever they are, New World Order. 
I don't recall that. However, he has said many occasions that he knows that there are people with agendas that, again... Like, I, I mean, I think everyone re- refers to the banking cartel as a New World Order. But, I don't know... They, they refer to themselves as a New World Order. Well, I think that a lot of people say it's more than just the bankers, that it's also the you know the high-end politicians as well. Right, but I, I'm just going by what I've heard they, them say, like David Rockefeller has... You know, mentioned the New World Order. So certainly well, people have utilized that term in the past. I mean, the, right. there's certainly footage of George Bush. Anybody who's still using it um, would be a fool because it, <laughs> it's gotten a lot of bad PR. Yeah. Right. But, but, but it, it was story? a really good um, um, interview, I thought. Yep. Yeah, I've heard, heard about that, and, and thank you for the call. We appreciate it. 800-259-9231. Now, regardless of whether or not there actually is this new world order, again, we do know that there are people that are in search of power, and they're more than happy to work together in order to uh, in order to achieve that. Look at this uh, team-up between Hillary Clinton and George Bush, the original old, old man Herbert Bush. Walker, yeah. yeah. I mean, we've seen the pictures of after Clinton was out of office he started palling around with George Bush and that they you know they were photographed all over the place mm-hmm. now french kissing almost yeah, uh now about. now George Bush is getting all palsy walsies with Hillary Clinton and if that doesn't tell you that there's something amiss here that you know these two uh, the, the, what what they would like people to believe are warring factions like the democrats and the republicans right uh, that they're actually just, it's all a setup, and they're all just putting on a show for the American people, for the American people to believe that there's a dime's worth of difference between these two, when there's not. I mean, clearly there's not. If there were any bad blood between these groups, they wouldn't be hanging out like that. And it's pretty clear that the uh, current uh, George Bush is playing the heel. 800-259-9231 is the SACL CAI toll-free line. This is your show. You can take control of the airwaves. And you can bring up anything uh, on the way here. We'll talk about a family that had their home raided and traded fire with the police officers. And guess what? Cops had the wrong house. I'll give you the rest of the story in moments. It's Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves via the toll-free number at 800-259-9231. Sakel CAI toll-free line. It's Ian here with you. And Wayne. And Mark. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. The feature's there. We give away, so enjoy those on us. If you like the show, you want to help support Free Talk Live, go shopping with us at amazon.freetalklive.com. It's not too late. Uh, to get your holiday shopping done and get it in time, delivered in time for Christmas, uh, you're probably going to have to pay a little bit extra for shipping because free Super Saver shipping won't make the trip uh, at this point. It's a little bit too close for that. But the same great deals are still there at Amazon.FreeTalkLive.com in 41 categories. You can really get all your shopping done in one place and uh, and get a great deal. And also at the same time, when you shop through Amazon.FreeTalkLive.com, a percentage of your sale is going to go to Free Talk Live. So, again, same great prices that you'd normally get if you enter through their front door. You enter through Free Talk Live's door, and they just cut us a percentage. That's Amazon.FreeTalkLive.com. We continue with the phone calls, and we will talk to Jeremy in Montana listening on KGEZ. Hey, Jeremy. Jeremy, Montana, going once. Jeremy. Jeremy. I have two things, fellas, tonight. First of all, I wanted to say I wish you a happy solstice. I wish you a happy solstice. <laughs> <laughs> Well, uh, happy solstice to you as well. What else? And second thing I had on my mind was uh, the sub- subliminal messages. Uh, Huckabee 
You know, I'm from Arkansas, and I know what a huckster is. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and uh, Huckabee, he, he, he doesn't stand a chance against Ron Paul. No, he sure doesn't. doesn't have any money either. I guess you're referring to the uh, video. The cross thing? Yeah, yeah, with the window, uh, the window frame in the background. Is that what you're talking about, Jeremy? Yeah, subliminal messages. I don't know if that was very subliminal. (laughs) Seems pretty clear. (laughs) You're talking about this commercial, just for our listeners that might not know, uh, Huckabee's running a TV spot where he's talking into the camera about Christmas or whatever, just basically pandering to the religious vote. Uh, My my grandma lives in Arkansas, northwest Arkansas. Yeah, does he have her snookered? If she calls you guys up, uh, or you guys could call her up, I Maybe get uh, give you your number off the air. No, nah, that's have... all right. We let people call in. It's not very uh, not very often that we actually make outgoing calls yeah, on this it, show. It often gives people a heart attack when the we call. First hand account. Hey, this is Free Talk Live. You're on the air. So, so now, uh, so you don't believe the huckster, huh? You don't think that uh, that he's being too honest? No, a uh, huckster is a liar and a thief and a possible child molester. Hey, that's you a possibility. You never know. I mean, uh, I have, I've heard some things about those people in Washington. Jeremy, thanks for the call, dude. 800-259-9231. The, the spot he was talking about, just to describe it a little more, is uh, Huckabee talking into the camera. And in the background, the camera is sort of panning around, and you can see this cross. There's a light that's focused on a bookshelf, apparently, or windows, window, window, whatever it is. It looks like a cross. What do they call the windows that have the, the you know, uh, they break them up into panes? So yeah, right. Yeah. It has a pain, it's a window pane, and it's the wooden, uh, you know, white Slat. wooden slats there in the middle that right. uh, look remarkably like a cross. Now, now, didn't they claim? Didn't they claim that? Oh, we didn't know. It was just a bookcase or something like that. I don't know. I, I just saw it on Drudge, and you know, look, there's nothing wrong like, with putting uh, imagery in your commercials. There's no reason to back away from that. The, the whole commercial, from what I understand, I didn't actually hear the audio. But uh, I did see the uh, the imagery. Yeah. From what I understand, it was just promoting the Christmas concept and uh, just pandering to that vote. Right. So why would you back away from that when someone called you on it? Yeah, of course we put that imagery in there. It was to pander to Christians. And, you know, personally, even if Huckabee were elected, I really don't believe that he would impose a theocracy on America. But you probably have to cringe through a few of his speeches here and there. I think he probably want to use the, the White House as a bully pul- pulpit to promote uh, Christianity to some degree. He might. Yeah, well, I mean, we we already have uh, a government today that has a, an abstinence program that it's funding with taxpayer dollars that is being administered by many religious charities uh, or religious or nonprofits. But that co-ops them because then once they take money from the government, they have to start uh, obeying rules That's that they true. didn't have to before. But the, the, and that that point is valid, Wayne. But it, it doesn't necessarily mean they're any less religious or in any way not promoting their religious concepts to the kids that they're teaching the abstinence message to, which is just a stupid idea, by the way. It's been shown that these abstinence classes don't do a damn thing uh, to stop kids from having sex. They if anything. What? You're joking. No, you actually, didn't have abstinence classes when you were in school. No, when I was in high school, we had a health class, and they kind of got into all the birth control stuff. And you know something? I must say that it probably saved me from making a mistake when I was when I had my first girlfriend, because I knew I knew how to prevent pregnancy. Oh, so you had birth control? Yes. Classes? Yeah, but but they also said that it's probably better if you don't do it at all. Yeah, but so you did. did you not do it? No. Okay. <laughs> right. And that's the problem, Wayne. See, they taught you about birth control, so yeah. you knew a thing or two there. But now what they're doing is they're saying it has to be abstinence 
abstinence only, and you can't talk about birth control. Not in every case, but some, you know, if some you want school the, districts If are you want to. the federal money, you will teach the abstinence program. And that's how it works. So now they're teaching kids to not have sex at all. And what you have happening is they're going out there, and of course they're having sex because they've got their hormones running wild. Right. They, don't, they don't know the information. Right. They don't know a damn thing about uh, about birth control. All they've been told is don't do it. So if anything, these abstinence programs are ending up with more unwanted pregnancies. Yeah, they also that's have no good. idea how expensive girlfriends and wives are. Maybe that. Uh, maybe Jamie Lynn Spears went through the abs- abstinence program, and that's why she's knocked up at 16. <laughs> Brittany's uh, sister? Yeah. 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 800-259-9231. Let's talk to Mark in Missouri. Mark, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian Wayne and Mark. Hello. Hey, what's on your mind? Hey, who, which one of you uh, said that they don't believe in the New World Order? Well, um, I think we What all... do you mean by the New World Order? Yeah, what's the well, haven't it? you guys ever heard the 1991 speech of Bush Sr.? Yes. Sure. Now we sure. see a New World Order coming into view. Right. Yep. Well, I mean, I, I don't know. Yes, he used that terminology. I don't know that that necessarily means that um, the stuff that we are told the New World Order is, is necessarily what he was talking about. I mean, it could just be that the world's different now. Right? Well, it could be, but uh, that speech sure said a heck of a lot. I, I, well, the only thing that, I know about that speech is, is that particular phrase. There, there are also people who claim that, that Hitler made reference to the New World Order, too, at one time in a speech. Uh, I haven't actually researched it, but, again, you know, we don't know what that really means. And, and, yes, there are people who have an agenda that's counter to freedom and that we have to focus on that because we can't, right. we can't delve into all this stuff. We don't know if it's true or not, but all we can do is... It, don't you guys ever listen to Alex Jones? No, yeah, never. But, we have our own radio I have, show. No, why actually, why I would I listen? <laughs> no, I have before. I I've think s- maybe well you you should that's he's uh ain't nobody can prove him wrong that's for sure um I think Alex has been right either I think Alex has been proven wrong a couple of times why didn't Alex know that the uh the world trade centers were going to go up he claims he did but why didn't he say so in the air I think he claims that he uh didn't doesn't he claim to have predicted that it was well funny. I had him on my station job. um at that before the uh, towers went up and I didn't hear anything like that well anyway it doesn't matter uh, and, the, and the fact is, I've seen Alex Jones's videos, and I enjoy them. I, I like watching his videos. I think they're they're fun and they're entertaining, uh, and they may have some bits of truth in them. I'm, I'm sure they do. I know he pulls his info from uh, a lot of it's from legitimate news sources. The problem is when he connects the dots, he you know he fantasizes a little bit, and that's right. where the conspiracy Nobody's theory comes perfect. in. Nobody's perfect, and uh, to, to follow after Alex Jones as though he's the uh, the prophet and the Messiah is, so, is silly. Yeah, absolutely is. Uh, Alex I don't Jones. Think maybe is, he's not a prophet or messiah or anything, but he sure. Well, you no, just said he fact. can't be proven wrong. Nobody so. can prove him wrong. So. Uh, you, you, you're pretty much putting him up on a pedestal there, sir, and, and, well, and that's kind of silly. Well, he's a heck of a guy. He's, he's, he's putting in a position right now where he's uh, trying to help humanity. Well, I believe you that he's a nice guy. I, I'm sure he is. I've traded a couple of emails with him. Uh, but, you know, the fact is he does a great job reporting on the police state. I think he's very, very valuable uh, in, in that aspect. But the the whole point about this this conspiracy of the new world order is just it's irrelevant. Well, it is. You, you're suggesting that there are people out there conspiring to you know rule the world and eliminate eighty percent of the population or whatever else you want to. Are they, well, they'd like to get it down to five hundred million? I mean, right. You know. Just out of curiosity, are these um, are these people people or are they lizard people from outer space? Oh no, they're people. You know, it's the rock. But you know, you know, you know that some of the people. You know that some of the people in the conspiracy group say that it's lizard people from outer space. You know that, right? Oh yeah. I don't know nothing about no lizard people from outer space. That's a little bit far stretched. Well, I guess you haven't been listening to the right radio right. shows then, because they're out there. There the, are people who say that. You're right, and now you see now that's really the point. 
you see, now I'm willing to say that there's, eh, yeah, likely there's some bankers out there that would like to uh, have more control over the world than they currently have. Politicians, you better believe You it. claim to be able to name them and know what their agenda is. Somebody else claims that they're, in fact, lizard people from outer space. Where does the rabbit hole end, my friend? Well, the rabbit hole goes really deep, my friend. Does it go to the lizard people, my friend? Uh, it- who knows? <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Thanks for the call, you, <laughs> you know crackpot. No, no, you know what's really funny is the last time we talked about lizard people on the air, the next day I was down in, in Connecticut and I was going into this business establishment and I'm walking, I was singing a song to myself or something and this lady walked by and said, hi Wayne. And I looked at her and, and I was going to say something to her and then it was like this voice inside me said, don't even turn around. And that night I realized that the, that, that was a lizard lady trying to make contact with me. <laughs> James lost his mind. 800-259-9231. The point is that it doesn't matter how deep the rabbit hole goes. What matters, what Wayne talked about earlier, is getting back to liberty. That's what we need to focus on, not the conspiracy and all the other nonsense. Hour three's coming up. You take control. Bring up anything. Our archives, website, and podcast will continue to stay free. But if you think other people deserve to hear this show, consider becoming a Free Talk Live amplifier for just $3 a month at amp.freetalklive.com. Help free some minds. Visit amp.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. We're launching into hour number three of the program. You can bring up anything via the toll-free number at 1-800-259-9231, the SACL-CAI toll-free line. It is Ian here with you. And Wayne. And Mark. And you can join us, of course, online at freetalklive.com, where all the features are completely free. So enjoy those on us. Again, freetalklive.com. We go right into the phone calls here. Ken in Louisiana has been waiting patiently. You're on Free Talk Live. Ken, what's on your mind tonight? On my mind is, hello? Hey, what's up? Okay, sorry. Um, you know, what you guys are doing when you ridicule someone who, who uh, speaks about the New World Order, is, is it's almost typical. You, you, you deny it. You have no proof of, of, of your denials. The evidence is there for those who study it. See, here's my at. point, Ken. I just don't care. It's irrelevant to me. I know there okay. are people, and you, you haven't been listening very carefully because we've already yeah, well, we've already admitted that uh, and agreed that there are definitely people in search of power out there who already have power and inevitably want more power. But what's irrelevant is you know all these factoids and details on who these people are and what their plans are and what they're doing. What's relevant okay, me to me, Ken? No, you can tell me in a moment. I'm going to tell you what's relevant to me. What's relevant to me is talking about. Liberty Liberty and freedom and pointing to things that are real, tangible, and you don't have to go digging around doing research on to find out that they're true. It's true that the government's too big. It's true that they're oppressive. It's true that they're uh, totalitarian. It's true that the police state is on the rise. All these things are easy to prove and point out, whereas what you're talking about requires hours and hours of research, and you've got to watch these movies, and you've got to go and dig around over here, and then for what? What do you find out? What is it that you know that we don't that matters? Why don't you let me tell you? Here you, you are, know what Ken. you find out? You find out who's behind it so that you can actually stop the whole thing. Yeah, you, can, you, you might win a victory here and there and stuff, but the, the, the same people keep coming back. And we won't have any kind of liberty or freedom until these people are exposed and eliminated. Well, you well you've been exposing them for you've been exposing them for a decade. What's the and next step? And we have same people who are just like you who stand there and oh, say, I don't believe it exists. I don't believe it exists. It doesn't matter. It does matter. No, it doesn't. What are Look, you going to do, you know, man? It's no, been 10 no, years. You know, the worst, part of the, the worst part about this whole thing and stuff is that those people like, you know, you, you sit back and you ask the man a question and stuff that you know he can't possibly answer unless he was sitting in the Bilderberg meeting with him. 
Again, I what are you going to do? You said you would eliminate uh, them. Are you going to assassinate them? What's your plan? What's your plan? Expose uh, them. Maybe jail them. Well, how are you going to jail belong? them? That's the most ludicrous. <laughs> that that part there. No, that's, no, wait, 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 wait. That's the most ludicrous part of it all. You're never going to jail these people if they're as powerful as you say. Yeah, how are you going to go about that? I mean, if they are the true world elites and they control all the strings around the world, what do you think that your government flunkies that are uh, working that for that them by, are going to? That by exposing them, maybe enough people will wake up so that something is done about them. Like what? Like put them where they belong. How like is that going to happen? How like is that going to happen? For the war crimes that they've how been is doing? it going to happen? You can't ask me how it's going to happen. You have to have a plan, there, man. There have to be there have to be a hundred thousand people crack a hundred thousand crack jo- crackpot nut jobs out there in America that believe this crap. Why don't you get pitchforks and torches and head on up to the Bilderberger Mansion and t- drag those people out by their hair and tar and feather them instead of calling radio shows and dropping other show hosts' name well, on my air? Well, wait, Mark. They have too much security. Well, guess what? Why don't you Why don't you speak to some of those uh, uh, talk shows? Why don't you interview some of those talkers if you've got serious questions and stuff about because what, we don't they got shows Ted, <laughs> we don't care and you know the worst part about it you is, know put him down for just a moment he's going to go talk to himself for a moment we'll bring him back and maybe he can calm down for a second but let me see if I can make this crystal clear, because whenever the conspiracy kooks call into this show and they start spouting off about, well, I've done all this research and I know because I've been researching and listening to these other radio shows and we know what the truth is and we're going to spread the truth and then everything's going to happen magically and these people are going to be taken out of their positions power. And it's just as, you know, you know what, Mark, it's as absurd as the, uh, the voluntarists that think that if they just sit back and let the government grow forever, it'll co- collapse upon itself then they'll have this you know this wonderful uh, free market utopia as a result of doing nothing i mean it's it's almost as absurd as that as that position right look i mean th- their only agenda is to regale the public with their uh, ludicrous right. stories he just admitted to us ken admitted to us he doesn't have a plan he doesn't know how it's going to happen well you know what we don't care about the Bilderbergers and the nwo because what we're focusing on because we do have a plan what we're focusing on is spreading the message of liberty and freedom around the country and around the world so people can understand that government isn't the solution see even ken for him the solution is government for him using the government right. to put these government put guys in jail. in jail is the solution which of course again is just counterintuitive Intuitive and if why you would you have you know, the it, world elites? I mean, how would you assume that this world elite wouldn't get back in power again? Right. So that's that's just all absurd. Our plan is to move as many liberty-loving activists to New Hampshire as possible, work inside and outside of the system to drastically reduce government uh, for, beyond where it currently is today, to where government is no longer uh, powerful an incentive. Uh, to attract those who are looking to wield power over others. I want government to be so damn small, you know, you have to put it on a milk carton to find it. I mean, it's just, you know, nobody's going to want the power if if they can't wield it over others, if there isn't power to be wielded. So again... Doing all this research and talking about the Bilderbergers and all this other, uh, you know, all these factoids doesn't do anything to bring people on board. It just makes you look like a crazy kook crackpot, and it turns people off. Ken, you know uh, what it also does, though, it makes people a certain segment of the population hostile uh, towards whoever. And the uh, object here is not to make people hostile, but to, to educate people so that they love liberty and come from the love of liberty rather than the hate of, of the uh, world elite. Of the world elite, right, right? Because the world elite are just people too. And and it's not about that, because you're not going to round these people up and, and put them in jail. It's not going to happen. Nope. 
it's, it's just not going to happen. So you have to focus on what you can do. And if enough people refuse to buy into the idea of statism, then these elite people have no power over you. All right, Ken, you can come back and yell at us some more. Go ahead. Oh, is that what you did? You put me on hold. Of course. Plan, you were just yammering I, 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 on. I, I heard what your plan is. Your plan is to all move to New Hampshire and stuff as though uh, you can secede from the Union. George Bush isn't going to drop a ton, uh, nuclear weapons on you uh, any more than Saddam Hussein. Uh, 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 so what should we do instead, Ken? Sit back and watch a bunch of DVDs? Huh? Is that your plan? You should watch the, you should watch the DVDs, and then when you're explaining to people why... That the, uh, you know why this is happening? Why the police state? That's a typical apathetic American. Uh, uh, apathetic. Uh, it's the... Oh, I'm not. Uh, you know what I'm going to do? Um, I, I I see a police state forming. Why is it forming like that? Oh, well, <laughs> I just won't think about it. Uh, don't think you're. No, I don't think I'm you're pretty talk... clear that there's a police state um, on the rise in America. <laughs> right. I just don't why? think you know why. Why? Why? Yeah, I know why. Because power corrupts, why. my friend. That's why. Find out. Look, look, there have been people in, char- in, in search of power before the first Bilderberger was ever born. And they were using force and violence against other people in order to maintain force, that violence, power. Force, violence, mind control, all of it. Yeah, mind control, that's right. Were they controlling the weather, too? You know, Ken... No, I, don't have any, you know, I don't have anything to do with whether they're controlling you, the you weather. You act as though <laughs> we're <laughs> apathetic. I mean, you're suggesting we're apathetic? We picked up yes. and moved our lives 1,500 miles from Sarasota, Florida to Keene, New Hampshire, to get active for liberty here, and you talk about and the police state, we all, got we've got people wonderful. forming a and cop watch group. Really believe this? that those people in charge? Let's say that your 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 movement was successful. Yeah, it is being successful. Okay, you you've gotten all the liberty lovers up in New Hampshire. Do you really believe that that those who are doing this are going to leave you alone? I don't know. They've left us alone so far. Oh, no, 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 you you must know. Look, if you if know, they drop you know, a bomb I mean, on you us, don't, you don't have the facts. You don't. You, you I mean, do you it's believe speculation that they're just either way, Ken? Right. That you set that kind of an example. If they're willing to use the level of a nuclear weapon like you suggested earlier, if they're willing uh-huh. to use that level of violence, what are we yes. going to do? We wake people up. <laughs> right. Maybe, That's right. We're going to wake people maybe, up. Maybe <laughs> so they can nuke the, the whole country. The ones who are behind doing it you know, don't have the opportunity. You, to use you're the really the one weapon. that's apathetic. I mean, you talk about uh, playing videos and waking people up and all that, but really, all who you want to do is sit down. Who said anything about playing videos? All you want to do is sit there and call radio stations and you know hope to wake the masses. While we're out here actually doing the real boots on the ground activism, and that's fine. You Keep know, somebody has if, to if actually do like the hard work, Ken, and it's going to be us. Have a show. <laughs> no, we'd, we'd do just fine without calls, and thank it's you for okay. yours. 800-259-9231. You know, it's funny. He's you know saying that we were potting him down as though that was something bad that we did. We could have dropped your call, Ken, but we yeah. didn't. We brought you back so you could keep making points. Oh, gosh, it's just frustrating. Look, okay, sitting out there and calling radio stations and you know doing all that, okay, that has some level of value and everything. But uh, to, to call us apathetic for moving up here, you know... It's defeatism that's infected people like Ken, and I want to talk more yeah, about that The problem with the conspiracy movement is the conspiracy theorists themselves. Right. They are a bunch of prickly, recalcitrant efforts. More on the way.
This is Free Talk Live. It is your show, and you can bring up anything toll-free at 800-259-9231, the SACL-CAI toll-free line. It's Ian here with you. And Wayne. And Mark. Join us on our website at freetalklive.com. The features for free, Shrine of Female listeners included, with the dozens of ladies who've sent us their validated photo to prove they listen to the show. Go to shrine.freetalklive.com to see what that's all about. Shrine.freetalklive.com. Before we continue with the phone calls here, just a little bit of analysis of uh, Ken's phone call, because we couldn't really do it too effectively when he was on the line. Uh, Ken had called in a few moments ago to, to go to bat for the conspiracy theorists and uh, you know school us and tell us that he's done the research and we haven't done enough research and he knows that there's a new world order out there of elites and bankers that are trying to control the world. Now, as we conceded earlier, certainly there are people who are in positions of power and those who are seeking power that want more power and are looking to expand that. Are they all buddies together? I don't know. Some of them probably are. Some of them probably are enemies of each other. We don't really know how, what the interactions are, and, and I don't claim to know or claim to care. What I am concerned about is the state of liberty in the world. I want, the state, I want more liberty. I want more liberty in my lifetime, more freedom to, uh, to choose how to run my life without any government bureaucrat interfering. That's what's most important to me. And helping other people understand liberty and freedom and the, and the nonviolence or the, uh, the non-initiation of force, that principle, helping expand uh, people's knowledge and uh, helping them reject the indoctrination they've received from government schools. These are all real tangible things that, that we can do. Um, some of it can be done on this radio show. Some of it the Ron Paul campaign is doing very, very brilliantly. But what I really want to look at is how ineffective uh, the conspiracy theory people really are uh, as far as what their goals are, what they really want. They want the, uh, the elites to go away. We know that. We know they don't like the elites, and, and who does? Um, and we, we had talked to Ken a few moments ago, and we asked him, well, what was his plan? What's his plan to get from here, where we have these ruling elites and this ruling class and the bankers and all that, to uh, you know, a future where we don't have those people or where they've been removed from their positions of power or whatever it is that their end game is. And he didn't know. He couldn't tell us. But yet he thinks that if he tells enough people about his little conspiracy theory with the Bilderbergers and all that... that Proves enough, that 9-11's an inside job. Right, that if, if enough people are exposed to Ken's message that all of a sudden something will happen. He doesn't know what it will be, right. but something will happen that will, uh, will eject all of these people from their positions of power, put all good folks in there instead, and then everybody will just live a happy-go-lucky right. life from here on into the future. The nature of power is just that. It corrupts, and it corrupts absolutely. And, you know, the, these groups do exist. Uh, the CFR, the Bilderberger group, all these groups do oh, yeah. exist. But nobody has any proof of what's said behind closed doors. There's it, some it, allegations, yeah. and it's interesting. And it, smel- it smells nefarious sometimes. It probably is sometimes. But what I really am interested in looking at here is the mentality of the conspiracy crowd and why it's self-defeating. They want these people in positions of power to go away. They don't really have any particular plan as to how to do it. But they've done the research, and they know they're out there, and they know what their plans are. We just have to wake people up. When we proposed an idea... And that is spread the message of liberty, encourage liberty activists to move to New Hampshire, get active inside and outside of the system in order to downsize the government so there's no more power for these people to get a hold of anymore. A real tangible plan. What does he do? He takes a step back and says, well, I'm not getting involved in that. They could drop a nuclear weapon on you guys. (laughs) So... Here we are with our plan, and we're working our plan. We're in the middle of this right now. We're all activists, all three of us. We've moved to New Hampshire as part of the Free State Project, this brilliant movement of of, uh, liberty lovers from around the country and around the world to New Hampshire to get active. 
And when you tell this to a conspiracy theorist, you know, immediately in their head, they start building a conspiracy theory. Well, if all you activists move to New Hampshire, they're just going to blow you up. So, so that's feel, a stupid idea. We won't feel a thing. What's the difference? Well, exactly. If it's if that's what they're going to do, then fine. Gonna... Because if I were still living down in Florida, I would be less free than I am today. I am more free now as a result of, of moving to New Hampshire. We've got some wonderful things happening here. Again, the political activism here is unprecedented. The outside of the system activism here is exciting and also unprecedented around the country. We're seeing advances. We're seeing success. And it is happening. So, you know, what's going to be happening here is New Hampshire is going to get progressively more and more free. We're going to be enjoying more and more liberty and more and more autonomy in our lives. And those conspiracy theory theorists out there are going to be hunkering down in their underground bunkers saying, I just know it. Tomorrow they're going to bomb New Hampshire. They're going to no, kill all those activists. By that time, they'll have something new. You know, first it was JFK. You know, then I, I don't even know the, the whole linear uh, what these people have been Maybe talking about. Maybe we all had to years, sign but... an agreement with the Bilderbergers in order to get to move to New Hampshire in the first place and they're going to st- keep hands off That's of right, us we're so gatekeepers. we can yeah. protect them. I mean, really, it, my point here is the idea that if you are indoctrinating yourself with the idea that there's this elite group that has total control and total power and they want to you know, dramatically reduce the world's population or whatever the theory is, if you keep indoctrinating yourself with this, you're defeating your, uh, your ability to ever do anything about it. Because if you believe that if you take steps in the right direction that they're just going to launch a nuclear weapon or roll in tanks or do something else tyrannical, you're frozen in your footsteps. You're so frightened to death of what could happen into the future that you've, you've, been, uh, you've convinced yourself to do nothing at all except call a talk radio show and show dvds to your friends you're doing you're completely ineffective and useless and you're worse than useless because you are wasting people's time and effort by distracting them with these conspiracy theories telling them look we know the truth and you can know too just do the research just sit down and read these books and you know watch these videos and soon you too will know the truth you won't be able to do anything with the truth because if you do anything they're going to launch a nuclear weapon at you but you'll know the truth and that's what's important and isn't that what it's about mark is knowing something that other people don't that's really what it is it's just knowing a little more than the other guy and being able to ramble on about something. And granted, you know, we've talked about this before, too. There are people in this world who believe in eugenics, about eliminating portions of the population. Sure. But there are plenty of other people who don't believe in it. So uh, to say, to think that these group of people believe this and they're going to do this is, is absurd because even if there is some elite group uh, that has all this power, there, there are going to be differing opinions on a lot of this stuff, too, within that group. Would That's you- correct. So, again... Uh, if you just want to believe these conspiracies, you're going to end up like Ken, where you're just sitting there in your basement calling talk radio shows and posting on some rambling web page full of uh, fanatics about, you know, these theories. And you'll never get anywhere or do anything. Are we taking a risk by being vocal about liberty? Sure. Could a SWAT team kick in the Free Talk Live studio door right now and take us all to a gulag somewhere? Sure. That's all possible. Don't it see could why. It, well, they want to shut us down, Mark, because we're helping spread the ideas of liberty and uh, you know anti-state concepts and that sort of thing. That's dangerous to the establishment. We're a danger to we're you know we're a dangerous radio show in that way. So it could happen, right? It's a possibility. Is it probable? I don't know. It hasn't happened yet. They certainly haven't bothered yet. They could they could go and take out Jason Sorens, the founder of the Free State Project. They could go and do all kinds of terrible, tyrannical, evil police state things to us. But who cares? I mean, I'm to the point in my life where whatever, Some it doesn't matter. Some people believe you, though. They'll think you're just saying this, so they go get Alex Jones first. <laughs> <laughs> 
you know, there's a there's a certain point as a as an activist that you reach where you you step across you step across a line and there's no turning back. You you get out there and you make yourself known as a liberty oriented person, as somebody who's dedicated to drastically reducing the size of the state. I mean, the state is my enemy, and it's my life's goal to to fight against those who uh, wish power over others. Will that possibly result in a uh, an awful fate for me? It's possible, but that's a risk I'm willing to take because, damn it, I love liberty, and it's worth fighting for. Don't you think? Yes. Apparently, these conspiracy people don't think so. They just want to sit back and do nothing and do more research. Well, go ahead. There's plenty of time for that. 800-259-9231. You do, the, you do your research, and we'll do our activism and actually get stuff done. More on the way. You take control. Free Talk Live. Would you like to help others find Free Talk Live? You can help us advertise, market, and promote the show at amp.freetalklive.com. Consider becoming a Free Talk Live amplifier now for $3 a month and get some cool bonuses at amp.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. It is your show. You can bring up anything toll-free, 800-259-9231. It's Ian here with you. Wayne. And Mark. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. The features we give away, uh, and those features include the updates. Get signed up, and we keep in the loop whenever there's something fresh to announce about the show. Go to updates.freetalklive.com to get on the list. That's updates.freetalklive.com. The Republican Liberty Caucus welcomes new members in the pursuit of individual rights, limited government, and free enterprise principles, all within the GOP. Visit rlc.org and click Join Us Today. We'll find liberty together. That's rlc.org. 800-259-9231. We continue with your phone calls. And we talk to Steve in Texas. Steve, you're on Free Talk Live. Steve, Texas. Going once. Steve in Texas. Going twice. Let's try Eddie in Ohio. Eddie, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian Wayne and Mark. Eddie? Yeah, can you hear me? Hey, what's on your mind? I was just listening to you talking to the other gentleman that just was on the air. Yeah. And I can understand his frustration because he doesn't know what to do. Sure. And uh, I can understand, you know, I've considered going to New Hampshire, mm-hmm. you know, but, you know, I'm pretty grounded here with the family and stuff. Sure, so it sure. kind of makes it tough to go and what I do. It's a big move. But, uh, Eddie? You know, I, I'm into this, um, I, a lot of this, what you guys are calling conspiracy. One minute you say conspiracy theory, then you say conspiracy, and you kind of agree, and then you don't. You say there's nothing you can do. But see, I really believe you can do something, and one is, like, and both and uh, on both hands, the mm-hmm. gentleman who just called. I agree with a lot of what he says, and I also agree with what you guys are doing. Good. So while I, I think it would be great to move new, move to New Hampshire and try to like ignore everything else. I still think it's good to get the word out that you know they're trying to turn this country into a police state. Tell the police, show them these DVDs, and let them make up their minds what they think. Because what I found out when I do show people the DVDs, we'll say from Alex Jones or 911 in plain sight, that here's evidence that our media completely ignores, and it makes you really say, "Well, gee, I wonder why they're trying to keep us from seeing these things." That well, these are interesting pictures, and at least then it, it makes the some police that I know personally start to think like, well, you know what, you're right, it is kind of crazy to have a seatbelt law. You know, even though it's like, you know, okay, you see the you, whether or not it was um, 911 was an, an inside job or not, but it also then starts making these people think, the policemen think like, well, you know, you're right, 
this federal government is getting too intrusive, and why are they forcing us to wear seat belts? You know, just go from one extreme to the other. So you're telling me that by showing a police officer no, a conspiracy no, video, you what are I'm able saying, to... All, no, no. What I'm saying is all these things are kind of like a piece in a puzzle. And, that's and fine. To show, and you know what, Eddie? If you feel like you've been having yeah, success that. with that you approach, that's great. don't make fun of me. I'm that's just great. trying to make a... I'm, I'm not making fun to, of you. You're not bad at control well, I mean, here. No, because Look, you're trying all to I'm saying is, Eddie... No, no, can I say something before you go on? You've been saying something. I'm responding to you, and then you can say something after that. Eddie, look, if you've been having success with, with, you know, showing people your conspiracy DVDs, then that's great. But I can tell you that there was one time when a friend of mine came over who I hadn't seen in a number of years. He came over to to spend some time with me, and uh, he brought out one of these conspiracy DVDs. Blue Strange in particular, wasn't it? Yeah, I didn't want to name it. But uh, he brought this out and said, oh, man, you've got to see this, you know? And uh, and he showed it to me. And all I could really think of was like, oh, no, not him, too. I mean, and I'm, uh, and I'm somebody who's relatively open-minded. I've seen these DVDs. I know what they're all about. I'm familiar with the theories. And, and, I'm, and I'm at least open-minded towards it, but that's what I think. And I know that there's a whole bunch of people out there that are just going to completely reject it out of hand. They're going to they're gonna think you're a cons, you know, conspiracy kook, and in many cases, they're going to be right. Um, yeah. And they're going to completely reject anything else that you have to say in the same way that they're trying to reject Ron Paul because he's surrounded, in many cases, by these conspiracy theorists that are out there shouting about 9-11 uh, at these Ron Paul campaigns, and it's, it's rubbing off negatively on his campaign. So, really, I think it, it does more harm than good uh, to the movement. But if you feel well, it's effective, to, then great. All right, well, here's what I, I, I have to disagree just a little bit, maybe, because if you start really looking at the numbers, a lot more and more people, and I'm thinking it's well over half the people that I start talking to, really think that nine, there was a lot more to 9-11 than the government's leading on. They're really hiding something. Kind of like the government when, when hides you, all kinds of things. I mean, I know, I'm sure good at it. I know they hide things. I'm sure the government's you, hiding things about the Kennedy assassination yeah, I know. and I UFOs agree, the, and all kinds uh, of other things. But so what? But well, because I because if my kid's hiding something in her in her room, I want to find out what's in there to totally ignore what she's doing so she gets away with more but, and more. But Eddie, if you I found out tomorrow, or at least uh, uh, say, look, at you really want to vote for this person that just voted for this Patriot Act? They all who, voted, who for voted for it. Well, I know. That's why <laughs> you want to... I know that. That's what I'm saying. Then you start to say they all voted for the Patriot Act, so don't you think these people have another agenda than to really give you your freedom? That's why you have to say, yeah. try to do a third party. Right. Go to New Hampshire or maybe ignore right. these See, people. See, the difference between you and I, Eddie, is that you... Yeah. You know, we're both, in a way, trying to open people's minds to new ideas. And yeah. I think there's some similarities between those new ideas that, you know, these people are in power and they want more power and they're willing to uh, exercise certain violent means in order to uh, to garner that. But the difference is we can do it without having to, sh- you know, show people hours and hours of, uh, you know, video footage and, and allegations that may or may not be true. The fact is, in many of these conspiracy theory videos, while there's a sprinkling of facts, there's also a lot of hypothesis and supposition uh, backed up by blatant lies and misinformation that much of it has been de- uh, debunked. And so when you show somebody that, and then they go out and they find out that they have not been t- uh, told the whole truth, that a lot of these things the conspiracy crowd is claiming are not necessarily true, or 
they've been misinterpreted or whatever, then it makes all everything that you say look bad. Whereas what we're doing... Right. The message of liberty resonates with everyone. Exactly. They want liberty in their lives. Right. We're talking about real tangible benefits that they can get in their lives by rejecting the initiation of force, by rejecting the government. And we don't have to do it by giving them facts about steel melting and all of these other, uh, you know, these factoids and having to have them believe it. We can we can show them real police, uh, police state stories like this one from Minneapolis, where uh, where officers raided an innocent family's home. Again, another, you know, mistaken drug raid or whatever. They traded shots with the family. Luckily, no one was harmed this time. But there have been plenty of instances of this actually happening that we can point to. This is real. This is true. There's no there's no guessing about this. There's no hypothesis. And that's where we differ, Eddie. And if you have success with your approach, then I say good luck. Hey, one more thing is, see, even though I say I agree with your um, thing to go to New Hampshire, which I I have considered it, I think it's a great idea. It's kind of like you're going to go here and ignore everything else in a way, but then no one's ignoring anything up well, here. People are getting care. active. Well, no, wait a minute. See, let me finish. You're just you want to just take care of New Hampshire. You all want to go to New Hampshire and just forget about what else is going on. So it makes me think with well, it, why you vote for the president of the United States because. He's outside of New Hampshire, really. Well, you don't, want nothing you don't to do speak with the for all government. of. Uh, you're not so, speaking for all of the Free President, State Project members, Eddie. A that? number of people are very concerned with what's going on at the federal level. It's just that we've decided that it makes more sense to concentrate ourselves all in one place. Then you shouldn't like. Then what I'm saying is you should just totally ignore Ron Paul. No, that would be stupid. I would prefer not be. to. New Hampshire is still a state of the United States, and they, you know, we, the, the citizens of New Hampshire, still have a vote for the president. The, fo- the point of uh, the Free State Project is oh, to I be agree. a beacon of liberty for the rest of the country and the rest of the world to hopefully expand liberty out from New Hampshire. And the Ron Paul Revolution is an important uh, concept to bring people to the message of liberty and help them understand freedom so then they might join uh, the Free State Project. That's right. And, and the Ron Paul Revolution is something tangible that you can do, even if you don't move to New Hampshire. That's a much more proactive stance to take than to than to get into these these videos and at the very very least uh 9-11 happened a through government ineptitude and secondly because of our foreign policy so if we focus on those we can we can do a lot to prevent it from happening again absolutely i agree hey, you know one more thing before i hang up guys yeah um i was i was with a gentleman last night who was an air traffic controller mm-hmm. and um quick quick he um says I was in New York City doing air traffic control at the time, and he says, I'm not going to get too much into detail. He goes, but I really find it strange that there were no jets in the area. And that's it. And he would leave it at that. I don't know what that means, but it sounds intriguing. Thanks, Eddie. 800-259-9231. And as we've pointed out several times this hour, completely irrelevant to advancing liberty. More on the way. This is your show. It is Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live. It is your show, and you can bring up anything toll-free at 800-259-9231, the SACL CAI toll-free line. Even in these remaining moments, maybe enough time for your call. It's Ian here with you. And Wayne. And Mark. Join us online at freetalklive.com. Features for free. Like the show. You want to help us out and look good at the same time? Then go shopping at the Free Talk Live store. Go to store.freetalklive.com. Load up your shopping cart with all kinds of great Free Talk Live-related merchandise, uh, stuff that you can adorn yourself with, including T-shirts and hats and... uh, We've got hoodies as well as other things like the uh, the Free Talk Live lighter bottle opener combo. You'll find all those items and more at store.freetalklive.com. And we've got a special promotion running right now at the store through the end of the year only. If you purchase, if your purchase includes a Free Talk Live T-shirt or the Free Marketeer T-shirt. 
we will send $10 to the Ron Paul campaign. So, perfect excuse to go and buy some Free Talk Live gear and help the Ron Paul campaign uh, campaign at the same time. So, again, if your order includes a Free Talk Live shirt or market free marketeer t-shirt, $10 will be sent to the Ron Paul campaign. If it includes a ladies' tee, we'll send $5 to the Ron Paul campaign just because our margins are a little bit different on that. Uh, but none, nonetheless, an interesting incentive indeed. So, go shopping at store.freetalklive.com. All right, we continue with the phone calls here. In fact, it's our store manager, Johnson, on the line in Connecticut. Johnson, you're on Free Talk Live. That's right. People definitely should shop at store.freetalklive.com. Indeed. Um, now, what, one thing you might want to point out, Johnson, you are going on a vacation, right? You should probably announce yeah, that. Yeah, actually, I did. I, that was one of the first things that I wanted to mention is that I just wanted to call in to talk about – actually, I, I've kind of gotten shifted gears because the last call, I just sort of wanted to comment on that a little bit sure. uh, about the conspiracy theories. I think that you can quantify it down a little bit into this argument about you haven't dealt with the first issue, which is authority, um, in that you haven't touched on – if you're just showing people conspiracy theory and conspiracy data, um, you haven't dealt with the issue of authority in that – um, the government, you haven't, first of all, you haven't questioned the moral authority of the government. In other words, what, what right do they have to use force on other people? Um, but secondly, you haven't questioned their authority on numerous different levels, which means that with a lot of people, including, I mean, if you, you start about scientific data and you start questioning certain things, well, they just bring in a government expert and say, this is how it happened and this is the facts. And most people then accept that because they don't understand the science of the thing. You know, for example, if you say that steel burns at a certain temperature and blah, 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 if a government expert comes in and explains something, chances are most people are going to believe the government expert just because it is a government expert. Mm -hmm. Um, And then they can just twist things around and whatnot. So, I mean, if you're going with that, that whole angle, then... You know, you've got a problem right there. I mean, you need to... Right, it's our experts versus their experts. It's a tough sell. And it's an academic... It's nothing more than an academic discussion uh, of factoids that, as you rightly, so rightly point out, does nothing to introduce people to the concepts of liberty. At at best, what you'll... if, If they believe everything the conspiracy people tell them, at best what you'll have is someone who wants to see this administration ejected and replaced with another one, or someone who maybe uh, increases his or her distrust of government, but not necessarily, uh, you know, based on any sort of principle, just based on the what they believe to be the facts of one particular instance. Right. Or that right. our government people are going to be better than the people that are in power now. Exactly. You know, and, and the other one of the other things that I wanted to just touch on real quick, because it was actually uh, something that was mentioned, and I know not, not everybody hears these, but uh, one of the commercials during the break was talking about an issue that you guys touched on recently about um, exposure to media. Uh, like television and whatnot, uh, decreasing people's, uh, I guess, attention to the government, that the more TV you watch, I guess, the less you're going to pay attention to what's going on in government and, and, and that whole thing, and I guess that people are becoming pacified by television. Oh, there are all kinds of distractions, mm-hmm. certainly. TV's one of them. I was just wondering, because I know you guys talked about that a little while ago, and I was just wondering how you felt. Because I watch a lot of television, and I don't feel like... I've been pacified by it at all. In fact, I think a lot of stuff is fairly... I mean, I guess it would depend on what you're watching, but... We don't shop enough. 
Because you stay in your house all the time. You don't shop enough. You stay in your house all the time. What's that have to do with anything? Well, shopping is is a pacifier, too. But the TV and the shopping together, really, are what would do it for a lot of people. I just don't find it that entertaining. Well, I think there's a difference between somebody like you, Johnson, that understands the concepts of liberty and then, you know, chooses television programming to watch. I mean, because yeah. I watch television programming. I just don't have TV. I don't have cable. I, you know, download what yeah, I'm well, interested in and then I buy then mm-hmm. I buy the DVDs uh, that, you know, that uh, that are worth my while. I also, I guess it's probably, I also expose myself to a lot of stuff on the Internet, so it's not solely TV content either. Yeah. That's a good uh, point. Plus, yeah. it's just a tool. It depends on what you're watching. Sure. You know, are you sitting there watching E! Entertainment? Yeah, you know, right. I, no, not at all. I only watch pretty much sci-fi shows and fantasy shows. I, I, uh, I find that so, I, I like to watch the mainstream media, especially the new, the so-called news, because too. I like to see exactly how they're steering the masses, so I can I go the other way. I basically watch like any comic booky, sci-fi-based shows, and then I watch the Discovery Channel and Comedy Central. That's it. I mean. Those are the, the that's the content that I watch. So, I, I mean, think you bring up an in, I think you bring up an interesting question, and I'd love to hear more people's input on how they feel about it. But I think that there's sort of um, you know the TV for a lot of people is a friend that they can go to at the end of the day and and spend their free time with essentially because they don't feel like they have anything else to do. Whereas for someone like you, it's uh, someone that you know it's something where you're going specifically with an agenda. You have a show that you've that you've discovered. I mean, are you a channel flipper, Johnson? Do you sit there uh, and just flip? No, no. Right. I, I, normally, I specifically hunt out certain content. I right. don't really care whether or not it's on the TV. I get. A lot of my televisions were Netflix, not so I guess right. it doesn't, you know I'm not like addicted to it. Yeah, like, I think oh. there's a there's a there is some there's a subtle difference there as far as people spending all of their free time with television versus someone who's using it as a, as an entertainment appliance to do very right. very specific things. But I'd love to hear uh, more people's input on that one. And, uh, and you know, and again, I'm the same way. You know, I approach TV as something that's useful. Uh, you don't want to get hooked on it. You don't want to sit there and, and make that your hobby necessarily. But at the at the same time, you can certainly enjoy some good I, good programming. I will say this: I greatly prefer to get my news from either television or radio. And I actually heard this is you know I guess one of the bigger reasons why I called in is I actually heard about an article uh, recently. Uh, this just happened on the radio. I heard this news story about a guy who apparently he got a ticket for t- attempting to tow a police car <laughs> um, because apparently he had gotten an, um, he had gotten uh, this violation in the past. And Ian, uh, you and I recently had a conversation. I had just recently discovered this guy in New York who has been making YouTube videos of Jimmy Justice. Traffic, yeah, Jimmy Justice in New York uh, makes these videos of traffic cops and their violations. Well, I, I, you know, I was thoroughly entertained by watching the Jimmy Justice videos, and then to find this story, I was just, it warmed my heart to hear that someone had taken it a step further <laughs> and hooked his tow truck up to a police car, and was, he, he at least made the attempt to tow this guy's car. <laughs> well, he was, he was parked incorrectly, right? I mean, there was right. a reason for it. Yeah, he had violated, you know, he had violated traffic laws. He was parked uh, illegally, and so this uh, guy, I think his name is Sylvestri or something, or I don't know, I can't remember his exact name, but um, he yeah, I have the story. It doesn't give a name, so I'm not sure either, but it doesn't matter. Nonetheless, he, I agree with the uh, the mentality. Look, these people are just pe- the police are just people too. Why shouldn't they be subject to the same rules? Right, and I guess this guy, I mean, the, he locked himself in his tow truck and they surrounded it. You know, and what you know, what's going to happen? 
the uh, unfortunately the radio show that I was listening to took the angle of you know it, 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 what a great feeling it is when someone comes to take tow your car and you're armed with a gun. In other words, they looked at it from the cops' perspective. Yeah, like the but, tow truck guy was a bad uh, bad guy or something like that in this case. Right. It, well, you know, it, it, there's a, there's two ways to look at it. I mean. Uh, is it bad? I mean, one, I want to I want to look at it, I'm against the cops, okay, because the cops were parking legally, they should be subject to the same rules as everyone else. Mm-hmm. But then the other side of that issue is that, well, why is he, you know, this parking, this whole parking illegally thing? You know, in other words... Well, it could have not necessarily... Maybe it wasn't necessarily violation. illegal, it might have been private property. A lot of tow truck drivers, um, they make a, a, a lot of tow truck companies make their money off of enforcing private property parking rules, where if you go, you know, it's a certain time of night, it's downtown, and you try to park at some lawyer's office, for instance, they'll, they'll be a sign that says, you know, you're either here for a business with us, or you're going to get towed. And so in that case, the tow truck driver would be enforcing private rules, and it could very well have been something like that. Anyway, right. Johnson, we're out of time, man. Thanks, dude, as always. Uh, would love to talk more about TV and how useful it can be versus how addictive it can be for people and how much of a, uh, essentially, a waste of time it can be for people. There's definitely a, quite a variety out there, but we'll do that maybe tomorrow night if you call in. And you might just own a company that's struggling to collect money from past due accounts. If so, you need to get in touch with SACL CAI and liberate businesses from efficiencies in the vexing task of collections. Go to freetalklive.com and click on their banner to learn more. We'll see you tomorrow night at freetalklive.com. DVD, books, music, instruments, periodicals, computers, software, electronics, photo, cell phone, office product, home and garden, bed and bath, furniture, kitchen, pet supplies, automotive, hardware, apparel, shoes, jewelry, grocery, healthcare, sports and outdoors, toys, games, used and more. It's a department store at your fingertips. Amazon.freetalklive.com. Get all your shopping done, a great deal, delivery to your door, and a percentage of your purchase will go to Free Talk Live when you enter Amazon through Amazon.freetalklive.com.